Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. Have you seen the trailer for the movie? <laughs> Civil War. Yes, I have the the new A twenty four film uh, coming out next February. I think that looks like uh, it, like a weird Christian film starring like Kevin Sorbo. It uh, it's um, the it trailer is, makes it look like ass. It looks so bad. Uh, it's got such a great cast, uh, good production company behind yeah, it. You got um, like a lot of great actors and and actresses in it, and it just I don't know why it just to me it looks like a bad propaganda film it looks bad it makes uh no sense the dialogue is terrible um it's like it it is a real i i keep hoping that maybe there's some angle here that we're not seeing you know like subsequent trailers will reveal a new plot point that we were previously unaware of but i don't think that's the case i think it's just a bad movie president of the united states is played by um nick offerman I was gonna yep. say what's his face? What was his name? Parks and Rec? Uh Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. <laughs> he, he's actually playing Ron Swanson, playing the president. Yeah. I heard that. He said that in an interview that he was gonna and he just talks about uh steak and eggs the whole time. Yes. And he has a do you know he has a uh secret uh pseudo name that he uses? Yeah, um, uh Duke Silver, Duke. the uh jazz right. uh that was great. That was that was like the weirdest thing. Such a yeah. Uh, such a layered character. No, he's just Nick Offerman playing the president. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, this one actor, I guess, supposed to be her husband or something. He looks kind of familiar. I can't name, drop his name. Jesse Plemons, who is Kirsten Dunst's husband in real life. And also Todd from Breaking Bad. Or as other people call them, Meth Damon. <laughs> Meth Damon, not Matt Damon. Nice, Matt. I get it, I get it. Just want to make sure. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, he's I like that actor a lot, though. He's in it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just don't think we need a movie like this right now. Someone's like, this is a movie for libs or something. I'm like, nah, hell no. This is the kind of shit that, like, right-wing nuts, like, push. They, they've been talking about, they've been screaming about Civil War for, like, a decade now. Like, every time something goes down, they want us to be like, this is going to be a Civil War. It's going to be a Civil War. But the dumbest thing about the trailer is, like, from what we get, California and Texas team up, they succeed, or do they become, or is it maybe we'll learn that California becomes its own country and Texas becomes, I would believe that, that they would become their own territories or countries, whatever. I can't imagine Texas and California, like, something would have to, like, I don't know. I mean, I got your barbecue sauce on my. That's the thing. I don't. I don't know. That's the thing that gave me hope that maybe there was some angle here I'm not seeing. Um, you know that there's going to be some weird variable that makes I don't know that makes some of this kind of ironic or something. But like, uh, clearly, if there were another civil war, it would simply be the north against the south, or you know the the. I don't know. It's just there's so many like you don't even need to be like a super big smart person to figure it out it'd be like me saying that you know england and 
Northern Ireland are going to team up against you know, like, it was just like some random thing. I mean, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it It's I will say it's interesting. I mean, I'm definitely going to be reading about it and I might be curious as to how watch it turns it on out. Streaming or something, but I just think like with the election and everything that's going on and just how crazy some people are. I just think a movie like this is like, it's just, it just adds to people's paranoia. We're going to talk about the, we, uh, was it leave the world behind? Yes. That yeah. one had so many fucking weirdos talking about like all kinds of crazy shit on TikTok with yeah. that movie. And I just feel like the, I don't know. I just think like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's well. We'll talk. We're, that's one of the things we're going to talk about tonight. Um, but yeah, Civil War. That's yeah. I I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you're saying that it's maybe like irresponsible to make that film. I kind of think, I think it it's is. irresponsible at this yeah. point. I think it's kind of stupid. And I think it. It look. It's. I think it's irresponsible because it's so silly uh, that they're not treating it as like. I'm not sure there's a, a right way to treat it. I'm not sure it's a film that needs to be made, but like, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I guess I'm not seeing an angle in which this is needed or artistic. I mean, it's certainly not, doesn't look good. It doesn't have great production. It's like, it, it kind of reads like it was written by middle schoolers or, or, yeah. I mean, it's just, it doesn't, I don't see any value that comes of it, you know? So I, yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Ah, right, well, um, we kind of just went right into that. What are we talking yes. about? Well, we're gonna we we were gonna talk about that, and then you're gonna give a brief report. Well, we already on, talked about Civil War. We're done. Yes, we're gonna, you're gonna give a brief report on Godzilla minus zero. Uh, minus one. My, oh yeah, minus sorry, minus one. Um, which, which I, guess I would be zero. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla minus one. Um, which I hope to see this week. I was gonna see it Tuesday, but my daughter's midterm exams uh were today and she had like three big ones so i had to help her study yeah. last night uh um but you're going to talk about that a little bit we're going to talk about the two shows that we've been talking about monarch and for all mankind and then we're going to talk about that movie uh that's on netflix leave the world behind which we both saw and enjoyed um and then we're going to switch to the uh current event stuff which is the biden impeachment uh just as serious as Trump selling NFTs. Um, and then we're talking about uh, Ron DeSantis town hall that I guess happened last night. I didn't even know about it until you tell me about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's the, I didn't that's... see anyone talk about it on Twitter. I'm sure if I look up, uh, let's see, Ron DeSantis town hall. Yeah. I'm wondering All I got is chir uh, what is it? Owls hooting or chirping or something? <laughs> it's like two small little gifts of crickets. Um, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm uh, downtown hall. Uh, this one, wow, Ron DeSantis takes questions in the first minutes of his town hall and immediately targets Trump. Trump can never do that. Oh, wait, he doesn't. LOL. Okay. Yeah. Entire town hall was great. This was the beginning and one of the best. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm sure uh, it's a, a real. Yeah, I, I, you know, I the only thing I see are a bunch of blue check mark DeSantis fans. DeSantiax. So Pacman uh, said DeSantis reminds us why he's losing in disastrous town hall. 
Okay, sorry. What were you about to say? <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about um, the Supreme Court's going to rule on the abortion pill, uh, the legality of the abortion pill, which has been legal for like forty years. Um, and then right. uh, f- from that, we're going to transition into the Kate Cox abortion um, thing that's been unfolding over the last uh, week or so. It's kind of nightmarish, and uh, uh, it's grim. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Tesla and how none of their cars are self-driving. And we're going to finish it up with Alex Jones, um, the uh, the cartoon character slash conspiracy theorist. He's just a monster. Flash we were debtor. talking about him. Yeah. Billion dollar debtor. He's on, yeah. yeah. Like a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. You almost, you almost, uh, well, anyway, we'll talk about him. He's, he's our last uh, one to talk There's about. There's so. a, a tweet so real quick and we'll talk about the sales labors but holy shit jake tapper just called ronda sanders rob they're in his low energy tunnel <laughs> nice that's great that's how you, yeah. that's how you, that's how you destroy him just call him the wrong name <laughs> oh, repeatedly into his face yeah um i don't like that he's calling him rob though i take personal uh you know being Name yeah, Rob. <laughs> yeah, and I actually had not put that together, but yes, <laughs> that I right. associated with them. Um, well, real quick though, yeah, I want to talk about this real fast. I, I posted about this the other day. I saw like one of these. I don't. You ever heard of a comic artist named Rob Liefeld? That sounds familiar, but I... I well, he I, drew, like, Deadpool and X-Force back in the day, you know, like... He was just, like, a big artist in their yeah. 80s, early 90s, kind of started Image Comics with Youngblood. Okay, like, yep. Right. Well, he's always been kind of, like, people like his stuff, and then, like, his art's, like, always been kind of controversial in that it's, like, it's bad, but also, like, interesting. I don't okay. know. He's, like, a... He's like, I always found him interesting in that, like, he's to me has like just gotten worse. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to describe it, but he's he said some lame shit about like something about uh woke Twitter or whatever. And I was like, oh, come on, yeah. And I just I wrote like on uh, Twitter, I said, like, let me say, pull this up real quick. Uh, here we go. A call to action for 40 to 60 year old, 40 to 60 year old successful men. Yeah. Stop referencing the word woke when you try to attack something. Just say what you mean. Yeah. And if you're too scared to make your prejudice known, just do everyone a favor and shut the fuck up. It, it, yeah. You say woke, you lost all credibility. Like, what define woke? What is woke? What, what? Well, that's the thing, is, and that's a good way of putting it is that, like, normally when people start bitching about woke, it's it's in response to a specific thing. It's usually something about feminism or uh, gay rights or voting diversity. rights or diversity. It's yep. always a real specific thing. And rather than saying, like, why are we reading, why is there a gay character in this movie? They're like, ah, it's woke, you know, because it gives them a, a cheap, easy way. Yeah. And then if you say, well, what's woke about it? Then they kind of weasel further. Like, I don't what, what do you mean? What's it's clearly woke. You know, I mean, it's yeah. Uh, it, they, they just kind of like weasel their way out of it. Um, and you're right. I mean, like they should just say, like, I don't like gay people. I, why is there a gay character in this movie? You know, I mean, like yeah. that's that's what they mean. That's 100 percent what they mean. 
Yeah, just you know? say it. If you're not going to say this, shut the fuck up because it's so fucking lame. And I hate stand it when I see like older comedians or older movie act- actors or directors or whatever. People have had, were given success, still have some success. Um, just notoriety. You know, you could say, you know, some people could say like, oh, they deserve it because they're great. But 90% of the time, usually in these type of cases, nah, they were lucky. They knew the right, they met the right yeah. person. They were in the right situation at the right time. Like one of my jobs that got me into the apparel industry was uh, I had an interview. It was like, okay. And then like, I got called literally later that day, bring me in because one of the guys who worked there got hit in the balls playing street hockey. Nice. And I got the job pretty much brought in. And that started me in the apparel industry. All because this guy got a hockey puck or uh, one of those hockey balls, street hockey balls. To the nuts and they didn't know when he was gonna come back that is really bizarre yeah but like that's all it takes yeah i didn't go to college for fucking a pal yeah. yeah they yeah. liked my art and i was there at the right moment at the right fucking time that's, that's usually 90 yeah. of these fucking guys or there's somebody's fucking kid there's somebody's fucking yeah, kid. That's, like, that's, yeah whatever regardless and it just drives me nuts though when like oh well, like people put out dumb shit like complain about woke or say or go out you know like Dave Chappelle like attacking trans people or putting out a bunch like it's like dude what the fuck man like you were like given everything you were living a life that most of the world does not will never understand or appreciate you were given access to things you were given you don't even have to spend your own money half the time because people will give you shit for free yep just because of your name like and this is how you return the favor to society is by being a little bitch and saying the word woke. And it's just like, I can't stand it. I'm like, he, there was funny thing. That guy I put, I don't think it's me though. A bunch of people have like said yeah. something. He t- he deleted the tweet. Oh, nice. Man. I'm like, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he did. I'm like, you know, I was like. Uh, Self-canceled. <laughs> yeah, well, he was still tweeting. After I know, but I'm just saying. He like, made sure to get rid of that one. Good mm-hmm. on him. I, I don't. I'm fine with that. Like, so yeah. people want to bring it up, go ahead. But like, at least he acknowledged it and didn't double down. Like, right. I always appreciated uh, a good example. Was remember when uh, fucking what's his name? The I was considered the the nicer one in Kiss. Uh, Paul Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley put out that weird tweet. Yeah, I do. Yeah, the one about where he. He was under the illusion that kids were getting sex changes at like four or something. And it's like, he, you could tell he just was given bad information. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he ended up like not double downing. He apologized. And, he did. He walked it back nicely. I mean, I, I will say that. Yeah. But that's a good example of like how it should be done. I always say that. I'm like, there's a way to do it. Yep. If, and it's not hard. It's, it's the common sense thing. Like, oh shit. I didn't know that. I, I guess I was wrong. But there's you know? too many like, of these like famous people. And that's what I said. That's why I, I said 40 to 60, maybe a little older. I could say 70 or 80, but I feel like those people are all long gone. You gotta like, I feel like they're like an old yeah. fart and they're racist or something. Well, just Paul like, Stanley's gotta be 70 something, right? Well, whatever. Regardless, he he did yeah. walk it back. So or he he has good people around him to explain to him, like, hey, you know, right. Consider the fact here, buddy. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes people have, don't have good people around them. But it, I just saying, like, I see, I'm so tired of this. I'm so sick of like seeing the word woke being pushed. Like, again, if it's some right wing douchebag or someone known for being a bigot, 
uh, some, you know, if like James Wood says something about woke, I expect sure. nothing else from him. Yes. Yeah. Well, like if like Al, I don't know, I can't I'm trying to think of like an actor that's like Kevin Sorbo. Well, I don't uh, expect I don't expect anything less from them. I'm talking about like it doesn't even matter. It's just somebody you wouldn't expect comes out yeah. and they say it. You're just like, come on, man. Like, really? You know, it's funny. I saw an interview with Kelsey Grammer the other day. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Well, he he's always been real right wing. Yeah. Um, but he a hundred percent knows he knows he's just really good at that. He he basically came out and said yeah of course i'd vote for trump again but he like the way the interviewer the interviewer kind of sprang it on him the guy just wanted to talk about uh um frazier his new show for the, the reboot of frazier and they're like you'll vote for frazier supposedly he, he's like you'd vote for trump again or whatever and kelsey's like well of course i would but i'm not really here to talk about that and like you don't hear and I, okay you know him. why no 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 he I heard that the pe- producers or people. Oh, yeah. They're all. They're like, freaking the fuck yeah. out. They're like, shut the fuck right. up. Well, they, he, and I think, look, I think he knows. He's. So I think he was, reads the. But I, that, he didn't just do that on his own. That supposedly that was like after like yeah. fucking up a couple of times. And people are like, dude, you need to like, like, I'll like. Bet you he, though, like looked at what happened to Roseanne and was like, you know. I, well, Roseanne was a different situation. I mean, oh. Kelsey Grammer didn't tweet out comparing someone to being an, uh, a fucking simian character from a movie, you know, true. like yeah, true. Roseanne went on a racist tangent, like for a while, like just on Ambien, but, you know, but the idea, I just think it's hysterical that the idea of an actor saying that he would vote for Trump is enough to like be like. And I, you know what? Good. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you, good. dude. Fuck you, man. You would vote for that piece of shit? Yeah. You vote for him? Like, fuck you, man. Like, I, I, I that's what I say. Like, no, we're not. This isn't a, a normal thing anymore. This guy yeah. started a coup. Yeah. Like, it's a- this fucking guy, this isn't politics anymore. I mean, he literally, it, hey, Frazier, I'll just call him Frazier. What do you even call him? <laughs> now, call him Hank McCoy, Beast. <laughs> hey, Beast. <laughs> no, not not even that. Uh, what was that. He did like a movie. I remember like this was like in the early '90s or whatever. Like where a TV star would try desperately to get a movie made. Yeah, it's like him and he's like in a submarine or something. I don't know. Oh, he did a reboot of Mikhail's Navy, didn't he? That's it. Yeah, I yeah. call him. Yeah, listen, Mikhail's Navy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, like, like you would vote for that fucking psychopath, the guy who bitches and complains and does it like. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, you should be held at a higher standard. That's why I said, like, I'm yeah. so tired of these, like, like anyone who's like, it's like, dude, stop this woke shit. Stop saying it. It it means, no, or just come out and, no, you're not allowed to say woke. You have to come out and say exactly what you mean. Yeah. Do well, that. they won't. One of my favorite, and this will lead into Godzilla, um, the whole like when I mean, we talked about this last time, Bob Iger talking about messaging, like, yeah, like, uh, or the there's oh, I'll see people leave comments like, as long as there isn't an agenda in the movie, <laughs> and like, what are you, t- what agenda? Yeah, well, because there was like 
three extra women in the movie like what's the agenda please explain to me what the agenda is i want to know yeah it's, it's just uh that's yeah <laughs> it, they, it, you get them talking man they probably say some real fucking twisted shit they'd probably be like something to do with soros and like yeah globalism and like white yeah white uh people being replaced <laughs> i just always kind of thought that like at least kelsey Grammer was like smart enough to know like he's he makes his living in the entertainment industry which has historically been pretty friendly to diversity or whatever so it does make good sense for him not to um uh, like take a crap at the dinner table you know i mean like well, i just say listen it's one thing he wants to say he's a fucking republican i don't care but yeah. when you say you would vote for trump again you deserve backlash yeah you just deserve the consequences because this is your, not a normal yeah. trump's not a normal candidate no no it's proven like you'd vote for that psycho really like mm-hmm. you'd vote for cops getting uh flagpoles like shoved up there like attacked like by yeah, those, yeah you know you're you're okay with the capital being on fire you know they, what would he say some dumb shit like the blm was burning down the cities <laughs> toss salads and scrambled eggs <laughs> Fuck no, let's like, take another call <laughs> yeah <laughs> like niles the guy who played niles like yeah i didn't want to do it yeah yeah i, I think i saw like, like... he's like yeah i don't want to be on a fucking sitcom anymore <laughs> He got he's probably got his money. He's like, I'm done. Yeah, he's doing like musicals now or something. I mean, it's just like pure, like, this is what I want to do. Did they get yeah. Eddie back? The dog is that the name? The dog Eddie? Eddie. How yeah, I'm sure they did not. I think he's <laughs> he's back in Boston, done, right? Uh, what is isn't the show set in Boston again? It's not well, the show is in Seattle. I know, but like he was started as a cheers character. Yeah. Isn't the isn't the new Frazier I had no idea. Boston. I I saw it. It looked like unrecognizable. It just looked like a show starring Kelsey Grammer and yeah. and. But like I said, let's move on after this. But like, yeah. if you're an actor and you're trying to like, and like I said, you're not like we all know Tim Allen's a shithead. We all know like James Wood sucks. We all yeah. know like we John Voight's a psychopath. We all expect yep. that. You're, yeah. Kelsey Grammer, and you want to be this beloved guy who's got who you know he was the voice of the beast in the end of Marvels. Yeah, you know, so I'm assuming he'll be used again. Yeah, probably. And you want to have this show that Frazier? I saw someone say like, "Oh, Frazier made fun of libs." I'm like, no, I mean, did it? I don't know. It made fun of everybody. I don't know. It's a show, but it was. It tried to sound like it was high minded. You know, I don't so. know. I thought I agree. I think because like the 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 father was like a retired cop, and Frazier was kind of a fussy liberal. I mean, it, it had like an odd. Was couple. he a liberal? He's just uh, he was just an intellect. Yeah, uh, of course, a liberal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> smart guy. Smart guy. Went to college. <laughs> <laughs> you know, has a you know had all his teeth. <laughs> well he was a, he was a therapist he was from boston i mean he they play a move to seattle i like I they played the him to be a liberal first episode because the joke was when he was on cheers his dad was dead oh yeah was it i, yeah. I remember that's that. why when they, they did the show and they're like all of a sudden he has a dad they're like 
the cat so they just did some bolt they did some kind of joke where Frazier he's like you told him I was dead he's like you made me angry or something I don't know like like so he just told everybody his father's dead it was over something really stupid like something very uh, I yeah that's funny I remember uh, I I watched Cheers religiously up until like <laughs> Diane left and then I kind of lost track of it you know what's funny I got into Cheers actually when Diane was gone already I was already like okay the time I got into it, I was like eleven or whatever. And uh, Rachel was there. Is, is that Rachel? Well, no, what no year, what, that what was wasn't her name? her name. Uh, Sam and Diane. Diane was the the first character. Rebecca. Yeah. Rebecca. Yeah, I yeah. always liked the Rebecca years when I was younger, and I could never stand what's her face. And yeah. I always hated the older episodes. And I think it just because I'm watching the current ones and I didn't care about the old ones. And then, like around the pandemic started. Lee and I decided, like, it was on Netflix, we decided to watch Cheers from the beginning. Oh, okay. And I was kind of funny the first season, they never left the bar. There was only, like, yeah. three sets, and the joke was, in the second season, the first thing they did was, they finally left the bar. Yeah, okay. They had, a, they had a bigger budget the second season. That's funny. But I remember watching it, and let me tell you, by the time we got to the Rebecca, we were done. We were like, yeah, that is true. The show was better with Diane. Yeah, it was a better show. There's just a lot more tension, and the uh, and it was like it was know. nothing against Kirstie Alley. It was just like the yeah, show was, was just better when pre Rebecca. I didn't think about that. I was like watching it like as an adult, and I was like, oh yeah, I could see how people would think the Diane years were better. Yeah, well, and then um, but like the Frasier character, and like I I haven't rewatched Cheers, so I, I'm just kind of going. Well, that's how they introduced him was he was dating. Diane went yeah. nuts and went to a mental institution. He was yeah. a therapist. <laughs> um, but they, I remember them playing, like the Frasier character on Frasier was a very different character than the Frasier character on Cheers, if I remember right. He was real one-dimensional. He was a little <laughs> more like Sheldon. Oh, yeah, you Big have Bang. to like now, you got the side character who they would do some storylines with his wife, B.B. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, God, you know, they would name? do Frasier yeah. episodes, but it was still, he was still a side character. So now you give him his own show, you got to like now round him out. Yeah. Round him out and add more. You know, he's got a lead and he's got a brother and he's got a dad and, you know, yeah. like changes. But I didn't know we were going to talk about this the entire podcast. <laughs> but I didn't know. <laughs> well, well, let's just say in season four, episode six, as I yeah. was. <laughs> when, when you bring, when you say in this day and age, and you have a new show that you're trying to hawk, that's supposed to appeal, probably would not appeal to your average Trump voter too. Yeah, I can imagine that. I don't know. I can imagine a Trump voter not liking Frazier. Of course. Yeah. And then you say you would, and again, it's like this is not a normal. We're not living in a normal time. That's why I said I don't like the idea of the Civil War movie. I just think like we don't. We're not living in a normal. This is weird. It's a very weird time. And to come out as like a celebrity trying to push a show and then like you get all upset when there's you say you're going to vote, you would vote for the uh, yeah. the guy who literally almost, almost had his people smear shit on the walls and like yeah. burn the Capitol down. Like this isn't normal. You, you, you can't. What do you expect, dumbass? Like, yeah. he's clearly not that bright. 
<laughs> I think Howard Stern made a joke about that years ago. He, I don't think he liked Kelsey Grammer, and he said like, yeah, he plays this like this intellect, but he said that Kelsey Grammer was a dumbass. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> like the actual Kelsey Grammer. I'll buy that. I still don't think the Simpsons episode is the best when Bob Sacho Bob uh, becomes the Republican candidate. Yeah, Joe Quimby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's when they Didn't... established all the Republicans in the town. Doctor Hibbert. I had forgotten about this, but didn't Count Chocula? What didn't didn't they bring uh, Niles in as Sideshow Bob's brother? That was a different episode, but that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. His brother, yeah, only showed up in one episode. He never showed up again. Yeah. yeah. All right. All so right. you well, you saw Godzilla minus one. Speaking of Niles, yes. Now, yeah, it was awesome. It's really good. Like I can't. It's definitely worth seeing in the theater. Like, okay. like it is a legit good movie. It's kind of funny. I saw someone on TikTok. He was like made a joke. They're like, wait, so. How was the new Godzilla movie? It's like one of those where they're kind of playing two characters, the same guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's a movie about like survivor's guilt and everything. Mm-hmm. And like uh war is bad or whatever. And they're like, wait, what? In the Godzilla movie? <laughs> like, it is so good. Like, I can't exp- like usually the joke about these movies, even in the American versions, is that the human aspect is usually the weakest. Yes. It's, it's just there to kill time. Because you can't just have Godzilla fight a monster for like 90 minutes. Right. And also the effects and everything are too expensive. Yes. This movie, the human aspect was amazing. Hmm. Like I said, this movie should be up for Oscars. Like this shit was legit good. Like um, I would definitely, I'd give this like five stars. Like, All right, cool. Like the effects were amazing. Godzilla is like just a straight up monster in this one. Yeah, he looks at he looks at like you're not rooting for him. It looks great. I cannot believe this movie cost under fifteen million dollars. I don't. It makes me go okay. It makes me quite do two things when I hear that. I watched the movie. The movie looks incredible. It rivals like every Marvel movie I saw this year, except for um, Guardians. Okay, looked incredible. Um, but like Quantumania. You know, like anything right. that's too overtly heavy on CGI, it makes me question what are they spending their money on? Yeah. Like a movie that costs 250 million, what are they spending their money on? And then with the Godzilla minus one, I'm like, in Japan, I'm like, are you paying people to be in this? <laughs> Is there like a weird religious cult that films this and everybody kind of does this as like, like, is it like a Godzilla cult and everybody? Uh, does it for free except for the higher ups who make all the profit in the end like what's going on here like yeah how do you make this movie for under 15 million because well this was if that was made for 15 million i can think of supposedly yeah well the the monsters uh comparatively uh i just looked it up and that was 40 million dollars that is that true rob zombie got really defensive and said that he wishes that was the case he said that all his movies don't even add up to 40 million maybe the the most expensive being the first halloween like uh, i heard that that was not true because when that movie cost 40 million like i said uh cheryl moon, Zo- uh, cheryl moon zombie must have been paid that's true uh, 
dollars. Because I don't believe that. No fucking way that movie costs forty million dollars. All right. Yeah, I am seeing. Uh, some, that was like some... a rumor that got out. We did push it on the show because we're, you know, we're not hot held to a standard. We're not. No. No. Just I'm guys. sticking with my initial two, quote of forty million dollars. Dude's rambling, man. <laughs> you yeah, got okay, so, checking us. Well, anyway, for fifteen million dollars, there there are um, fifteen million dollars is a relatively modest. Uh, that's super cheap for today. Yeah. Like yeah. that's low. That's considered a low budget film, and for for fifteen million, you got to figure too. This is a movie that takes place in the forties, so you got to like have like sets costumes and everything like that but not just that the digital like the cgi looked amazing godzilla looked incredible the effects his fucking firepower the blast that comes out is some of the most insane things i ever seen on screen like oh. what they did it is i don't want to ruin anything yeah, I mean, yeah you gotta see it i really enjoyed it i find it hard i i am like i can't even I'm trying to figure out how they spent only 15 million to make that yeah. or less than that because man, every penny is on the screen and more. Like I said, it makes me go and look at like these other big budget movies we see, like The Flash, which costs like 300 million. That movie looked like shit in comparison. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, it's just like, like dog shit. Once you get up to 300 million, you're like, well, we're, you, you can do some basic math. You can be like, okay, well, this actor got this much and that actor got that much. Like, but if often there was it's one movie that, cost a lot and it looked like it cost a lot i would say indiana jones definitely every yeah. penny looked like it was on the screen that movie looked amazing did you ever watch it yet i did yeah um i thought it was real fun i um i was i almost meant to talk about that uh it it was real good but i can see why it didn't do well it's like i i was like torn as to whether and i kept like thinking maybe i'll pause it don't care about indiana jones or i think like that was it in yeah 20s. i think that was it i think like that kind of hero that kind of reluctant like that kind of hero to me as a, a younger He's person felt real fresh some people are like i don't want to say like an 80 year old man well it's just this i think if they had what's his face in it like i said they made it unfortunately before what's his face got yeah there. got famous um, king who what's his name king who <sighs> Man, I don't want to butcher his name. The guy played short round. In the yeah, yeah. If he if they had his character back, I think the movie would have did way better. Kind okay. of. I, I don't want to spend too much time doing other things to talk about, but like, I'm sorry, the flea bag lady was not bringing anyone into the nah, not she, anyone in the seats. No one gives a shit about her. Like, I she was she, a real ambiguous character too. It's like you're trying to figure out: is she good? Is she not good? Is she? Yeah, she's kind of like, uh, like, is she gonna turn on? But in the end, yeah. she was uh, spoilers. In the end, she was a good guy. But, yeah, but, but that seemed real predictable. It's, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't know. know. The film, I like. Mad uh, Mickelson was good in it. I he was him. great. He plays a great Nazi because he kind of looks like a Nazi. <laughs> he does, yeah, because he's straight up his. <laughs> no um, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it was. I, I don't think his name wrong. I liked it a lot. I thought it was real good, but honestly, I liked Crystal Skull too. Um, I did not like Crystal Skull. I need to rewatch it. I, what I remember, I thought it was I fine. It. I just, um, I don't the, know if that kind of movie's Tyler Boone swinging the monkey scene though. That that was pretty horrendous. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think the problem is, and this is, and we talked about this before, is that 
I think the moment of nostalgia already passed. Yeah. Crystal Skull was the payoff. Crystal Skull came out in 2008. It came out a couple of years at the episode three. So you yep. still had that like connection to Lucasfilm and Star Wars. Harrison Ford was older, but he wasn't too, he wasn't so old that we wouldn't believe him that yeah. he couldn't keep the glass on screen. Shia LaBeouf was a big star at the time. Yep. See, that's the only thing about the choices made in this new one I find odd. Like, uh, what's-her-face was the villain in the Crystal Skull, Kate Blanchett, playing the, doing her best uh, moose and squirrel lady. Yep, Natasha Badenoff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she looked great in that. Um, and, like, it came out the right time of peak yeah. nostalgia, I think, for Indiana Jones. And I think, unfortunately, the uh, nostalgia has kind of passed for this new one. But the problem with the new one is, like, yeah, you got Harrison Ford, but you don't have another lure in it. Like, yeah, Mad, Mad Nicholson, I, I'm probably saying his name wrong. He's great, but I don't think he puts people in the seats, really. You needed, like, a person, like I said, if that... Man, I, I don't want to butcher his name. The guy who played short Yeah, round, no, I don't even know what. Yeah. Found out he was coming back with the role. I think the movie would have definitely made, like, another $100 million Just for, like... People wanting to see those two characters interact again. Her, no offense, it's not. It's nothing against her. It's just like, who is she? Yeah. Like that. I never got that one. I always thought that was bizarre. Like I, I don't. It, this isn't me going like, who's woke? It's nothing no. to do with that. It's more just like, who the fuck is she? If you're the average person, you don't know who the fuck this British lady is. You're just yeah. like, what? Who is she? I also think that some of it was like the way they tell the story the whole idea of it is like it's like those old serials where it's like several minutes then a cliffhanger then several minutes then a cliffhanger then several, yeah. but like that i don't know that that type of storytelling works so well anymore you know what i mean like i think that the rhythm of the film may have been like off-putting to younger people you know they're, I, they're... I, I think also so many movies were coming out around that time yeah and I, I think it's a lot of just like I don't know what a lot of younger people, I just don't think it, it resonated. It's like, we've talked about this. We said we always liked Indiana Jones, but like we kind of liked it because it came out that perfect moment in between Star Wars movies when yeah. we were younger. And like, yeah, oh, honestly. Solo and he's playing something cool in this too. I had just seen Star Wars that really turned me on it to It came movies. out right after yep. he rose in Empire Strikes Back. It was like literally the next year. And there were so few movies for me. I remember seeing like Laser Blast and it sucked. And then I yeah, saw... Yeah, if there was any genre film back then, yeah, they usually were dumb, shitty, low-budget movies that were yes. terrible. So to that see... Had... A... Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, that they had no love for the genre. They were just like, you know, hey, let's make this kind of movie, but with lasers, you know. Uh, but yeah, it was just like, wow, this is really great content. You know, like this is someone took a genre film seriously and produced a great movie that also happens to be about like adventurers and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I just think, again, I think too much stuff is out there. I don't think the I think the moment of Indiana Jones nostalgia has peaked. Yeah. I think what's his face getting big right before the movie coming out and like him not, and people are like oh is he gonna be in it no he's not they're like yeah. oh forget it i don't know yeah i thought it was okay like i said that 
looked really good on the screen. So like I said, back to Godzilla, when you talk about like a low budget movie, again, I just, I watched that and I'm like, I cannot believe this cost 15 million. This looks incredible. Like I'm talking yeah. visual effects, the CGI, the interactions of the humans to Godzilla looks good. It never, like it never, and it works. Like I said, you got to see in the theater. It, I don't, I'm not one of those, I'll tell you this, I don't fucking push anything on people just because I have like a bias or anything yeah, yeah. like that. This is a legit good movie. Like I, I can't stand when I'm like talking to someone. I know a movie's a piece of shit, but because I know that person's like a an apologist for like that sure, type yeah. Of content, they're like they'll give me some bullshit and say, "Oh, it was good." I'm like, mm, that was <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah, this movie, if anything, at best is mediocre. You know? Yeah. What I mean? no, no, I know. I, yeah, I know. This one is straight up good because, like I said, Godzilla movies usually are like they're just usually corny. And like, uh, you know, I'll say this: I like Shin Godzilla. That was cool. Yeah, uh, this one was better than Shin Godzilla. Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, anxious to see this <laughs> one. Hopefully, I'll try to see it this weekend. Um, it just it just works as a movie, like as like a it's a great like. And again, going back to the woke or messaging yeah. like or agenda, this movie has tons of messages in about. Like I said, the the any type of spoiler. The main hero, like, I don't want to explain any of it. You got to see the movie. It's crazy. Yeah. But he's like, he has, suffers from survivor's guilt. He doesn't yeah, believe yeah. that he deserves to live. It's like, he basically, you, f- you find out in the beginning that he's a kamikaze pilot who clearly oh, did okay. it. The kamikaze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and then you just see everything that happens and with how Godzilla's, and it, it's just, an insane movie. It's so good. Hmm, and you're cool. gonna see you're gonna be like, what the fuck's he talking about? This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just made me believe that in a movie with a big dumb lizard. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> it was great. I I like I said, everything about it, like I I just don't understand how it cost that little. Yeah. All right. Um speaking well, of uh the funny thing is, I bet you an episode. I'm curious, I bet an episode of Monarch for all of Monarch. Uh, Legacy of Monsters on Apple. One episode, I bet, cost almost as much as yeah. that whole movie did. I could see that easily. Um, Mon- Monarch, I've stuck with it. Obviously, I'm going to watch the the whole season. Um, I it's a weird thing. I was trying to to. This is the god. This is the kaiju Godzilla, King Kong movies. Yes, show on Apple that kind of ties into that. Yeah, and it's look it's real good. It's real fun to look at and it's it's uh well acted and the characters are good and the the filming is real technically you know proficient and everything. Uh the last two episodes have sort of really lost me uh narratively. Like I, I no longer like know what they're doing or like it's it's real hard to tell who the band I don't mind ambiguous bad guys or or stuff like that but it's like it's real hard to to tell what's happened like it's real hard to tell what the conflicts are you know like i don't know where the show's going at this point yeah yeah like i feel like the first couple episodes when they were flashing back to the past and current yes i was able to kind of tell like okay there's something going on here but then the past two episodes have only kind of focused in the present. Now they did do a little bit of flashback with the main girl in the show. Yeah. Uh, 
but her flashbacks from like a year ago. So we yeah. we haven't seen the young. Uh, uh, I gotta pull up IMDb. Just yeah, we, we haven't seen uh, the the Kurt Russell character as a young man uh, lately. Yeah, like we uh, haven't seen. Um, let's see the names. You know, we haven't seen Wyatt Russell's version of uh, Bill and uh, Doctor Keiko. We haven't seen them since that yeah. episode where they dropped a bomb on God. I guess that was Godzilla. Um, I would assume, yeah. And I don't know. I just find uh, I don't know where the show's going. Again, it's interesting too because Monarch, uh, the main girl though, also suffers from survivor's guilt. Um, Kate, yes, like yeah. she has keeps having like flashbacks of like she's like cool SD from Godzilla. She was in San Francisco and Godzilla attacked. That's in the 2014 movie. And she has like survivor's guilt too of like why the fuck am I still alive kind of yeah. thing. That's kind of like basically what that whole movie right, about. right. But and we learn more about her character and her past relationships and everything yep. like that. And we learn oh, a lot more. Woke. <laughs> we also learn um, more about uh, May who is the girl that the um, brother was kind of dating the yeah. hacker filmmaker towards the end uh, of this in the flash's episode. girlfriend and the flash. Yeah. Yep. She, she basically calls up Monarch and said, you know, I'll make a deal with you uh, if you let me go home. Um, and we don't know what she's willing to give up. And, and there's some, some mystery as to who she is. Cause she's like, got all these passports and she for all we know she's part of like you know monarch kind of comes like they kind of keep it in the families the monarch yeah yeah a lot of these people are like kind of they they want people to be kind of like born into this and like yeah uh so she probably is connected to like a higher up a character like maybe she's like the grandkid of john goodman's character for or great grand yeah at john goodman's character because they showed him in the beginning yep he was in the first like, episode what's the point of him being in that scene maybe they were they'll tie things and say that's that, a good point i i initially assumed it was to like clearly link this show to those movies uh yeah you don't need the first episode but like but you don't need goodman to do that you just take a, a random clip of the movie you know yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I just don't know where the show is going right now. I mean, they there's that, uh, what's his name? There's Tim, that guy, yep. that agent, yep. and his like, I don't know, is that lady like Russian or something? The one he works with, not like right? I almost thought she was French or something, but yeah, um... I don't know. But she seems to know, uh, the May character, yeah. And yeah, and that was, oh, this was great too. You got to meet Kate's mother because they she has a different mom from her brother. Yes, yeah. Uh, and you know who played uh, Kate's? Oh, mom? I do. Who was it? Um, it, she's from Karate Kid too. And uh, yeah, season yeah. three of Cobra Kai. I wonder if the same people who worked on Cobra Kai That's produced funny. produced both shows because what's his face also showed up. He was in Cobra Kai. Uh, Weird. Chosen or whatever. You know who? You know what I noticed uh, for the first time 
um, watching this this last episode is that Matt Fraction was one of the developers of this show. Oh, that um, writer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's done, I know he's done like X-Men. He's, he's, he did a lot yeah. of comics that I liked. Uh, I always kind of looked out for his name because usually if he wrote something, I liked it. And I guess he's one of the writers slash developers of this show, uh, which makes sense, you know. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, I don't really know what else to say about this show. I just don't know where it's going. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the uh, end game is of the show. Yep. I don't feel like, like, is this going to pay off in the movies or is it just kind of exist on its own? Like, yeah, I like it plenty. I would, but I, I've definitely thought like the last few episodes have been in the B slash B minus range. You know, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think there is something about like the tone of the show just feels different without them flashing back to like the the characters from like the 50s yeah. and 60s like yeah. i feel like it was just such an effective storytelling technique it, that, they... it helps the pacing and yep yeah and i feel so... like we haven't had that like i said you do get a lot of flashbacks of the kate character and learn about her a bit but at the same time not much and yeah. i don't know i mean as interesting or whatever she is i'd rather learn more about like uh you know the younger uh yeah. Kurt russell's character uh you know and his little gang <laughs> well and like, like the whole one of the whole pre like initially it seemed like a big plot was going to be how they discovered the titans yeah because like they the scientists were hot on the trail of the titans they were mysterious they started figuring out like their their migratory patterns they're talking about like teleportation and this, that, and whatever. You know what I did think was kind of interesting is that this last episode directly addressed something you had been talking about, which is how the Kurt Russell character should be much older. Yeah, they talk about uh, it more, but they still don't explain it. They don't explain it, but at least now they're acknowledging it. I don't think they'd ever even mentioned it before. It was just you saying. No, they did. They said in that one episode when you first when they're like driving and one of them even says like, shouldn't you be a lot older? And he just makes like, a oh, quick yeah. comment, but they focus a lot more on this one. Like, so now, no, nah, I'm not that good. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank you though. laughs> not that intuitive. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he is. I didn't even think about that too. Like, Oh yeah. He should probably be like, like 90 or something. Older. They said, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's supposed to take place in 2014, but like, if you were like an active soldier in World War II, you are like in your 90s, yeah. if not older. You know, my grandfather was in World War II. He died at 90 in the year 2000, like right, right past yeah. the year 2000. I mean, so he would, if he, if he was still alive today, he'd be 114 years old. Right. You know, you forget yeah. that. Yeah. You know, that's how we know we're getting all this. Like, we, when we grew up, we saw lots of people from World War II because they yeah. were like our grandparents and shit or Korean War. You know, those yeah. were the, I remember when I was a kid, the, to me, those were the younger grandparents, the people <laughs> had Korean War veterans for grandparents. I'm like, oh, you got them younger. Yeah. You got them younger grandparents. The junior war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the war no one remembers <laughs> so why were you in the korean war were you just not good enough for I know, but it's, so, you... know, it's so funny people just they forget that we were in a war in the 50s like yeah what was a big one 50s big. or something yeah uh, yeah and that's honestly that's when mash took place like mash was the korean war I mean, obviously people were confused and thought it was vietnam 
Uh, I think a lot of people who watched MASH assumed it was Vietnam. <laughs> I do. I mean, well, it doesn't hurt that, that MASH, I think, was being produced like immediately post-Vietnam. I think a lot of people saw it legitimately, and it probably was a comment on the Vietnam War, but it was set in the Korean War. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but yeah, I mean, I think that's that's not a stupid thing to think, but um, if you look at the if you look at the uh I mean they make it clear they're in the Korean War, you know. Yeah. They talk about Korea a lot. They talk about these people in Vietnam talking about Korea so much. Yeah. Well, is that part of Vietnam? Well, I for as underwhelming as Monarch was, I thought for all mankind, that was probably the best episode of For All Mankind I'd that seen. That was great. It was amazing. Uh, yeah, the whole that's a thing... good one. This is the one, right? This is the one that begins with uh, the kind of the plot changes a little bit. They discover that there's like an asteroid coming yep. or whatever, and they're like they have the abilities to like it mine it, and it's gonna like contain all these things, and and it kind of starts a whole like conversation with Russia and everything, and it's like the new. This is gonna be like the new uh, kind of like on that last season where they're on that race to Mars. This yes. is kind of like the new one sets up and uh so there's that but then you there's like all, all the great conflicts between daniel and ed and yep. she has this awesome scene where she just kind of fucking obliterates him in the end yeah gets uh spoilers she gets rid of him and yeah he's kind of right to do it it's just so he's like a dick you know it's kind of interesting you know again like you know this world is so alien you know like so daniel uh she went to she was one of the original moon uh people the moon base and uh you know she was a black woman this was like what was this like the early 70s yeah it was a big deal even in the show quickly the world changed and again the react the united states not putting a woman or a black woman on the moon because they want to do that it was more just like russia put a woman on the moon yeah so the united states was like oh we gotta we got to prove that we're the better and, and, you know, but again, good. It, it advances civil rights. It pushes, it makes things more acceptable. It's like, Hey, look, here's this, here's this. That's why like you can believe a world like that would have tolerated a, uh, um, the president who was a female coming out of the closet and saying, and getting reelected yeah. because they, it's a more advanced society. Like I said, you know, you watch the show and you realize, like, a woman, the first black woman to go to space, it wasn't until, like, the early 90s. Yeah. And then you watch. Yeah. So that's why I said it's kind of interesting, this show. So you take, like, Ed, who's this older character, and he's, like, a dinosaur. And, yep. like, and we've seen him in the past. He's, like, you don't think he's, like, racist or anything like that. He's a good man, but he he is a man of his time. He's a man yeah. of his time, and he... And he's seen the world completely uh, speed up. But he was also, the difference though is he's part of that machine. He didn't, he's not just some dude on the back going, what's yeah. going on? Everything's woke. I can't handle it. He, no, right, right. he was like, he is the one of the engines that helps it. It's just, true. you know, it's like he's one of these good old boys in the beginning, him and Gordy. And they're like the white knights and they're going to space and, then everything just changes everything yeah, yeah. and and then like you know and then danielle even though she was never looked at like as an equal and she like sacrificed her own self to make gordy look 
Gordo look better. You know, she breaks her just arm. Just to spare his feelings, she broke yeah. her own arm so he wouldn't be sad. He didn't accidentally you know? do it. I don't think she did it on purpose. But oh, I assumed. Out. Well, it, I assumed she did. I think she did. But um, but uh, anyway, it worked out so that they they went home. Yeah, and, uh, which is what Gordy needed. And um, but Ed's like, you know he's selfish he's making selfish decisions and then someone in the beginning there's a guy in the crew who basically tells daniel like he cannot fly anymore like his hand locks up he's like yeah ever you know he does the whole he's i love that the whole like let me say all these things about him right right yeah but however however he is an old useless (laughs) right yes well it's true because like like uh and you wonder, like, I, I don't know if they're trying to make you wonder, but, like, the previous mission failed because of, like, some faulty Soviet engineering. But you could just as easily see it having failed because, like, Ed trembled, you know? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the opening of this new season showed the the Ranger disaster, which killed a, a man, uh, a couple people. Um, and... Uh, Everything needs to be so precise, and Ed Ed just isn't it anymore. You can't do it you anymore. Know? You just you, you can't have him be the guy. Like I don't know, could he still sort of function there? Yeah, of course. If it, he could be, if he were the XO and just acted well, as the, the voice, XO, right? No, she's the commander, and he's the executive. Oh, he officer. was the XO. Yeah, he doesn't have to be the guy who flies the thing. Like no. He could you be like do other things. You could have him do training. You could have him do on Star Trek. Danielle is Picard and Ed is Riker. Like that's the dynamic. And right. Riker doesn't fucking right. fly shuttles all the time. I mean, like yeah. he he just stands next to Picard. Ah, and says, he served as the Captain Kirk role. Yeah, he was getting all the babes. Right. Well, anyway, so Ed Ed certainly could function as a role. You know, I mean, he just can't be a pilot per se, you know, so. But he just pissed her off so much. And they have those like flashbacks to like, uh, you, you find out what happened to um, Danny. Danny. And again, this is Daniel having to co- clean up Ed's bullshit. He's, yeah. She even said, do not bring this kid. Right. She, right. She even says that, like, I told you not to bring him. Yep. You, she said, don't bring him. Ed brought him anyway. And he fucked shit up with his drug problem. Yep. And, and she I, was I, the one bringing rations to the guy, and they yeah. were low on food. Yep. Keep this guy alive, and you know, being like this kid's like mother and the only connection to humanity. But clearly, she was only going there like once a month, and then like they were going to like tell him that there's no more food left or whatever. That was which like is insane. Because really I guess is. there's a point where maybe they'll go into it more. You find out in the past in between seasons that like they were running out of supplies i mean well, i guess that is what that kid did fucked up things so much yeah him fucking up i think they that's why they were running low on supplies and shit it is a he destroyed, it is him not him being an idiot not paying attention and being on like was he on drugs or something he had been yeah he'd been abusing drugs and um uh he had he and he had started to go like a little crazy. He yeah, was he was like obsessed with caring because he was having an affair with Ed's ex-wife. Which yeah, was crazy. So and yeah, he's lost it. Like he should not have. He and he proved 
before he went to Mars that he should not have went to Mars. Right. Like it, the, the proof was there. And even Daniel says that like, and you get that flashback of them showing up and he's already dead, which is like a really sad scene. Yeah. And when she flips out on Ed in the end, it's such a good, it's like one of the, it's like one of the best scenes in television. Like that's a yeah, good, television. it's real good. Like her performance is great. And and I, said, and, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, there's a lot too. Like there's a not not directly related to related to that, but you see Ed, and it's so it's so weird. Like Ed has become unrecognizable from what we saw in like season one, where he was like a like a Top Gun Hollywood type action hero, and now he's like this bitter old man that's kind of like I, who knows what's going on in his head. But you contrast that to Kelly his adopted daughter who's like i'm not going to space without my son and that like because ed oh yeah that's a good scene he you get to learn a little bit more about dev's past yeah dev like where he comes from and you know and i guess that him going to see his parents or his mom that was his mom right his dad's dead and then uh kelly kelly right yeah Uh, telling basically telling him i can't do this unless i can bring my kid and it sounds crazy but like the kid might thrive better on mars yeah and she's like space travel safe now and you know he has this medical condition that might actually be helped in space and dev's like yeah he can come and you could tell kelly's like a little shocked like oh i thought i was gonna have to fight harder it's probably because of what happened with his mom that kind of made him like like because the idea when you hear that like oh you gotta go and it's like yeah you, now you don't see your kid who's a little like what is he seven you're not gonna yeah. see a kid like two fucking years like yeah that's crazy uh and, and you, like, all he has is like this grandma like yeah this oh, angry russian grandma well and then you also see and like this is like getting a little d- distant but um you also see Aleda uh preparing to go meet her mentor which was uh margo in right because they say you're going to because of the thing that's going on where they with the discovery of the asteroid yep. the you know of course the the new head of uh russia nasa whatever that is uh with the new regime of course she's trying to do a power move she's like now nah, you're gonna do he's like we should do it somewhere like i don't know he just picked like somewhere neutral and she's like now nah, you're coming here <laughs> yeah right so he, he basically dad basically tells a lady yeah you're going to moscow yeah which means she will probably run into margo right and margo is like her de facto mother you know and yeah. there's that whole complicated thing where margo turned her back on her mentor and then Aleda kind of turned in margo so like there's all these dynamics of like fathers and sons or surrogate mothers and surrogate daughters and And i always liked you know in the first season there's this juxtaposition of like migrants coming into the country and the the yeah you never knew what it was about yeah but you knew they 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 showed her as a kid a little older and that she was smart and like she went you know i guess the dad was a janitor at nasa or something yeah yeah so she's connected from the first season even though the actress doesn't come until the second season but yeah the the, the adult actress um <clears throat> yeah i mean it was good uh the stuff with that miles guy he's a schmuck <laughs> he's just such a the, what's his name again the 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 russian guy that uh 
it's not it's like Ilya or Illich or just it's pull up uh, yeah yeah he he is clearly gunning for miles well, I think well, he saw the he saw something yeah. got fucked up something came and it was wrapped up in a newspaper and I'm wondering I'm assuming the person who works with him his guy that sends him stuff. Oh, did it on purpose? That did that on purpose. That was not just some random. Yeah. Newspaper. That was him, his guy, you know, because these guys know how to work and, right. and like secret codes and shit. His guy was like, look at this shit. What's going on here? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think yeah. that was just some random newspaper. That wasn't his guy, his person that does work for him on Earth or whatever. Well, you also see Miles' uh, dipshit wife buys a house with all this money that's well, like randomly coming from... i mean it's not her fault no you know? but like i don't know i mean like it's it just it's just a typical like yeah they're doing better and then she's like oh you get back together yeah like, oh you it's get a, back <laughs> right <laughs> the guy's doing well you, you'll get back together with it's a weird up. dynamic i mean like i i can't tell if miles is like a sympathetic character or a character I don't like because like I think it's just some guy he's trying to get by and yeah I don't know we'll see where the story goes but right now he's gonna probably get in that guy I think is gonna kill him or try to kill him yeah uh, you know when you have an operation like that and you're doing something that is still in the end of the day kind of sketchy I have a feeling he that guy's more is in uh against murdering someone or having a murder yeah. taken out it would not shock me if yeah that's the guy's name i found him on oh god damn it uh hold on i found him on imdb um because that's the problem when a show's on for so many seasons they constantly introduce characters you gotta find these people yeah. and they're buried uh Ilya. Ilya, yeah I thought by that. uh demeter <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a dimitri <laughs> well it's it is weird because like the other angles the north they've been setting up this weird uh tension that there's a north korean compound and then miles got caught in the compound and then the former hero uh the 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 korean astronaut that was on the the mars first um he wants his wife sent up and Ilya's not going to do it so i could yeah totally he's say, already he's gonna like we'll just give him a bullshit excuse well he's just like it's not that he's gonna do it. it's like he can't he's probably well, like i could get yeah. like socks here and beef jerky i can't get a human out a of human. north korea like, but i could i could see or he probably just doesn't want it like it's the effort is like insane i could see Ilya trying to target miles and then miles telling the north koreans hey Ilya's pulling you pulling you strings he's not gonna get your wife here and then the north koreans taking care of Ilya. you know we'll what i mean see. like yeah you know am i who knows what happens it might Chain, well, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. it's a good. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. I'm curious if we'll see what's her face. She's the president character on the show. What the former president? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we'll see her like ever pop up because. Well, she filmed. She was filming Ted Lasso. She was in that last season. Yeah, of Ted she, Lasso. Yeah. Um, but I would imagine that that would not have made a difference. I bet you those. This isn't like. You know, this isn't like back in the day of broadcast True. TV where you couldn't, you just did a show and that was it because it was 20. Well, episodes. it was also an Apple show. They, they were, were both like Apple maybe shows. like two weeks before an episode would air. What? And they were both Apple shows. I mean, like, 
yeah, like who knows where, I mean, season three of Ted Lasso, I mean, I didn't see it. That came out a while ago. So I I don't know. I mean, I would imagine that her part would be smaller anyway. They already kind of resolved her character. What else? She's not the president anymore. She she just went to go live with the woman she loved. Yeah, she finally came out and uh, during her presidency. That's why I said the world is so fucking different that they voted for her knowing that she was out. They were like, who cares? Like, this world is just that different. That's why I said it's like, it's crazy when you see like Daniel Fidette and everything like that, the dynamics and everything, because it is. You know, you hear about this bull. You always hear like bullshit from like right wingers, conservatives, or older, older people, whatever. When they say like, "Oh, the '60s, you know, everything changed yeah. too quickly," and blah, blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, now imagine this world. You say things changed quickly here? Bullshit. I mean, what changed in that you had to acknowledge a person that was a different color, or yeah. you, ha- you know, you had to share the bathroom with a person a different color? Like that's. That's crazy change. I mean, I guess for people who, you know, live in a white supremacist society, but, you know, now take that and put it on steroids and change everything. The dynamics change. I don't, like I said, we don't think Ed's like a racist, but, you know, he's just a guy of his time. Yeah, he was. I mean, he he probably had a lot of like what are they like implicit racism, or he just probably had like a yeah, lot it's of. It's also just he's a good old boy, you yeah. know. Everything you know, like old boys will be boys, and then like that whole like just male white privilege shit. That's I mean, true. I'm, sound, he... I'm not being woke here when I say that. That's a real fucking yeah. thing. Well, he. I mean, even in the in the beginning when he was kind of like a traditional hero, he was like covering up for Gordy. Uh, yeah. cheating on uh, Tracy and stuff. I mean, he he was part of that good old boy uh, yeah. ethos. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rat out. And 40 I, I think he's still stuck to that. And Daniel yeah. is a serious person who is not gonna who has is sick and tired of going out Ed's bullshit. And now Ed's just you know it gives her an opportunity yeah. to get rid of him because he is hiding a. It sounds fucked up, but yeah, he is hiding a uh, an affliction. That's a big deal. Yeah. Where he, he is basically now like that kid. What's his name? Gordy's kid. Uh, yeah, in a way, yeah. You know, in, uh, in a way, it could lead to like a massive, like you said, we, the first episode, yeah, they do show him lock up. We don't know if he's the reason why all that failed. He might have, who knows? I mean, you move the thing one eighth of an inch yeah. accidentally, that could have been enough to like shift everything and. I didn't. I don't get the feeling that he did it because they did say in the show like, "Oh, it was the Soviets failed to." Uh, <clears throat> Margot discovered it. They they forgot to calculate. No, that's something the third. Correctly. That's the last season. I'm talking about the ash. There they, they yeah. go like a, a, an asteroid in the first episode. Yeah, this that's is- right. The, but in the aftermath of that, Margot discovered that the the things snapped. Those tethers uh, snapped because. Yeah. They they miscalculated the 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 ratio or something. They they did something in the translation that got lost. But I think they showed us that scene. One of the reasons or one of the effects of that scene is it shows you how even the littlest thing can like kill people. And Ed's thing is like one of those little things that could kill people. It's a it's little like a tremor. surgeon, you know, yeah. think about it, like a brain surgeon. Yep. <laughs> and if yeah. you have like if you're too shaky, you can't be holding that right. scalpel anymore. <laughs> Oops, I cut the wrong part yeah. of your brain out right so let's sew yeah. that back in you'll be fine yeah all right well um the next thing we we got is um 
that uh, show from Netflix. You and I actually coincidentally, movie? yeah, started watching it the same, but I think the same time. Uh, it's called Leave the World Behind, and it stars Julia Roberts and uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke and Kevin Bacon's in it briefly. And who's the other male lead? Um, I forget. Uh, the guy who's got uh, at one day play Blade. Yeah. Um, let's see. Leave the world behind. I, um, there's a Isn't it like Marshal Ali or something. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, something like that. Mahersh. I'll say Marshal Ali. Yeah. Sure. Ma- Marshala Ali. Um, yeah. So like. Yep. This family's heading on a vacation, I guess, for the weekend. They're going to like uh, Airbnb. Yep. Staying at this like really nice house, and then like I don't know, some weird shit goes down, and then they go home, and then the doorbell rings, and it's Michelle Lee with his daughter. Yep. And he claims, "Well, I'm the one." At first, Jerry Roberts is like total bitch, kind of racist. Oh yeah. Like he's like, "This is my house." Uh, you know, he agrees. They have like I guess a room in the basement or something like that. Uh, I think like, yeah, like a guest house or he's something. Like, listen, I need to stay here. I'll reimburse you like half the money or something. Honestly, you should have said I'll reimburse you everything. But that's a different yeah, story. I mean, <laughs> I think he, that kid. you ever watch Mr. Show? Yeah, I was thinking it made me think of that. Uh, the one where the guy's at like a restaurant and the waiter like just dumps the food on him <laughs> and then david cross plays like the the manager or like the major dude's everything's like i just want to let you know i'm really happy to tell you this that we will pay for <laughs> half the meal yeah. the guy's like what <laughs> kind of half shitty offer is that you'll pay for <laughs> half the meal um, so i don't know my brain just went to that when yeah. you said that um well, it, it was go good and, and uh yeah, and the um, I keep on I'm keep wanting to call him Eric Stoltz. The Ethan Hawke character is like, yeah, listen, the Ethan Hawke character is much cooler about it. He thinks they're going to save a lot of money. Uh, he sees it as kind of like the right thing to do. Um, but yeah, Julie Roberts is real not okay with it at first. This is my vacation. I got hey, my she kids here. Karen. She was playing Karen. <laughs> she was, but like I could see, like it was. It, she de- look. She there are definitely racist undertones to it, but like. You can also see but how... it's like it's a race undertone, but like if anybody showed up, yeah, claimed it's their house, it's kind of weird in the middle. And of he the forgot night. his wallet. Remember, like, yeah, he had no like ID. the guy, the, the guy's like, I'll show you my ID. And he's like, Oh, I can't because I left my coat at the opera or you know, something like that. Uh, and it was just yeah. like a weird thing. It so was, it, uh... it puts people in a like a would be perceived as it. Yeah. But at the same time, you'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Like, right. come on now, what's going on here?" Uh, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of things like convenience, but you know, he's legit. You find out like all this stuff, so it's like basically the movie is like one of these weird end of the world type movies where all yep. these scenarios happen that shows like, okay, the power, everything went, the power went out, internet's not working. But then there's like weird shit, like yeah, you're showing up, uh, fucking uh, what are those birds? Uh, flamingos, flamingos, zoo beaks, as they call. <laughs> yep. There one time there was a bird in my backyard in Texas, yeah. and I was like, "That's a zoo beak. <laughs> that should not be in my backyard." I they just like, and that sounds like kind of in 
stupid when I yeah. say Zubik, you know, like, but I was like, that beak is huge. Like, yeah. that's a that's a beak I only see at a zoo. Right. Yeah. That should not be in my backyard. <laughs> well, there there was like the the some of it was real logical, like the um uh the power going out. But then you're right, it started to ramp up. And some of it was like, okay, so there's a bunch of deer. But you could explain that, I guess, by a weird migratory pattern. Um, and then uh, but an increasingly bizarre series of things started happening. I get, not bizarre, that's not the right way of saying it. A, a mix of things, all of which are plausible by themselves, started happening. And um, the, the yeah, world... Like the sun gets like bit by a deer, I know, a tick. Yeah. He's like vomiting up all kinds of crazy shit, and then he's like pulling teeth out, like his yeah. teeth are out. So he's like really sick. No one else is sick. Um, there's a scene when Ethan Hawke's character goes to I don't know, he goes driving to get something or whatever. He's gonna get a newspaper. See it's a crazy on. scene with the lady speaking Spanish to him. Who's yeah, dressed, like and she's like freaking the fuck out, and it is a very distressful scene. And then the shit's coming out of the sky. Oh, yep. he's like. You don't. It, it doesn't even like. What is that? It looked like a like, uh, gas or a liquid at first. It didn't look like. Then you realize it's like little pamphlets, and it. The pamphlet was like they, he brings one home. The son's like this is like in Arabic or whatever. But yeah, it it's like death it to America. Video, it looks like it came out of a video game. It's like uh, looked like okay, we're being attacked by like Iranians or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, he's like this reminds me of a video game. And then you find out later because they need help, and they realize they find out there's a guy who's like a survivalist prepper guy, yeah. which is a gaming character. And he says that he has a friend. They always got a friend in the middle. They yeah. always got a friend who serves four duties in Iraq. Right. Like, so like he you find out like he's like he saw the same thing like in uh like San Diego or something or whatever, yeah. like the other coast, and it was North Korea, like it yep. was in Korean. So you're like, what is going on here? But then there's like some other weird shit with like, there's like a solar uh, eclipse or something like the moon. There's like a yeah, right? Isn't there like a yeah. solar eclipse? Yeah, like a weird eclipse thing. Um, and uh, uh, that that sonic weapon of some sort. There's a noise. Yeah, <clears throat> that like a weapon that goes off. Yep. Uh, and everyone, the windows break. Everyone's like, you know, it hurts. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, oh, that scene's great with the fucking Teslas. Yeah. They're on the highway, and then all of a sudden they see a bunch of cars, and then a bunch of self driving Teslas just start coming in and attacking them. They're trying to dodge them. That's a great yeah. scene. Um, um, and then the, the scene in the end with the, What's his face? Um, G.H. Scott, played by uh, uh, Ali, explains like he kind of might know what's going on here. Right. Yeah. You know, because he's like an investment banker or something. So he said he made some transfers, some weird transfers recently. Yeah. Moved a lot of money. And, and go ahead. And one, the guy said, like, I'm going to be gone for a while. And then he like wished him luck, like almost like he felt sorry for him. Uh, um, it was weird. It was it, like 
He, at the very what end, did he say it was it was like an operation or something about like dismantling society. What yeah, he said that there is one scenario that that would be the cheapest way to take over a country, basically, and that is first you knock out the communication and transportation, and <laughs> then you um, sow chaos, like by doing random attacks or random things, dumping pamphlets from different yep. yeah countries. Uh, or a, like the sonic weapon, or or maybe unleashing a bio weapon, which would be like the tick biting the kid or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then the third step, you don't have to do anything. The third step is that the country tears itself apart. Yeah, it just take kind of takes care of itself. Yeah. And the only the closest thing, because like I I believe the um, the owner of the house, I I think he's like a reliable. I think they're all reliable narrators, but they only see a sliver of what's going on. And the only thing I think, the closest I think we come to like an official story is at the very end when the girl Rose is in uh, that shelter and they have like a special computer that you actually works. comment before that about like surviving. Uh, it was like something almost like out of the Bible. I don't know. She like starts make quoting. It's like it, she gets kind of weird and yeah. she's like a weird kid. It's established she's like a weird kid. Yeah. And, she start and she's like obsessed with friends. She watches it on her phone, and then she can't watch it because there's no internet. Right. And she makes some comment about like a survival this instinct. Yeah, that like and it, clearly she has it because she they, they talk about a house that yep. um some the Kevin Bacon characters basically said it's like code uh these rich people live there at like super rich. This is like the, you find out basically they're on the gold coast of Long Island. Basically they're not that yeah, far. Yeah. From the, they're really not that far. From well, the they house. see, they can see the the skyline of New York. This is almost like a house that like Tom Cruise goes to in, um, in uh, what's that movie? The one with everyone wears masks and there's a big orgies. Oh yeah. Um, Eyes wide shut. Yeah. Cause that takes place in like a, yeah, like a that's where great man shooting on Long Island, the gold coast. And, she goes to that house. They said that he had a bunch of work done, whatever. And he said that's usually rich guy for like secret bunker. Yeah. And she goes to the secret bunker, turns it on, and yeah, there's like a pewter that kind of. Uh, what are you saying? What the it's like an like, old school computer that's that's hardwired and still works. And it says something on it there, though. Right? Yeah, it says that um, there's a, a massive cyber attack that there's elevated radiation levels in major cities and the there are rogue armies approaching Washington. So you don't know, like in theory, I think a lot of people assumed that North Korea landed in California and maybe Iran or whatever landed in on the East Coast. But I think the idea was that it was just a cyber attack and then there is a few other random attacks, and the rogue armies are just Americans. They're yeah. like they're tearing and this the country is all apart. Plot maybe done by like the rich. Yeah, and it could just yeah, it could just as easily have been done by like I, I joked around with you after like a Steve Bannon type of character, you well, know, like even, I mean, a fucking Peter you know, Thiel or something. Yeah, like uh, or like just super rich people in general, you know, yeah, like yeah. you know, you always hear the joke is like Bezos and then like. Oh, like space travel. It's like, nah, you just you're trying to get the fuck off this planet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so that that part you're of trying the trying to create is... your arc so when yeah. we all die, you guys are living in a, like some ship in space or something. 
that that part is ambiguous like you don't really get a sense of it but like i think that what that computer said is all true like i think you can say that the report you get on the computer at the end of the movie is probably the the accurate reading of it and when it says rogue armies that's just they don't know nobody knows so um, so you see like uh julia roberts bonds with the um let me pull up imdb again uh with uh the daughter ruth uh uh, gh scott's kid and they survive a deer attack like her surrogate mother there You, you pretty much know that her mom's dad they explained that yeah. she was like in the city you would just imagine she she probably got died i think she was on an airplane she could have been one of the people who escaped well true. you don't know it's left ambiguous you would just assume that if she was on an airplane airplane could probably crashed if it was right. just a regular airplane. um and they're like confronting the deer in the end remember they're like the deer yeah line. that was a great that was a really yeah, unnerving like, all scene. right i'll leave you alone I'm just saying hi i think so, some people talk about they said like the deer are kind of like they're not really a threat they're kind of like warning us like yo what the fuck's going on dude yeah like we're just like doing that thing and you guys like this is different <laughs> like, our, like yeah our fucking senses are all fucked up Wait, what's going on here well uh, if there had been microwave attacks or if there had been nuclear bombs going off elsewhere like the humans might not have perceived that but the deer might have you know I well, mean, yeah because like, they would fuck with their i don't know yeah deer shit i guess yeah <laughs> you know like i said they have these are animals that like migrate and stuff like that and right any type of like thing from climate change or whatever throws these animals off their instincts get thrown that's why like i remember when it was like fucking super cold in texas right before the freeze there's all yeah. these like weird birds i'd never seen before show up it was like fucking eerie these like weird grayish i never even seen birds like this before they weren't zoo beaks let's be clear <laughs> but they were like these didn't look like a normal bird that i would see in texas ever yeah, and there yeah. Were tons of them a couple of them died i had to like throw some of them out which was sad no. um, good eating sure <laughs> good eating you know i'd have to go to the supermarket thank you thank you god no i was kidding <laughs> lord is provide <laughs> No, but I just remember that. I was like, it got unnaturally cold. Yeah. For that area. And then it fucked clearly fucked things up that these weird birds were like now migrating by us. And yeah, clearly they these birds should not be here. So uh, but yeah, then you see like in the end, like you find out, like that was the thing. I know they say in the beginning, like, oh, they're like in Long Island, whatever, but the way they're in the woods and it felt so isolated, like they're yeah. they really weren't. And then you see like with the trees, and it's like they could see Manhattan from where they are. And yeah. Now, and Manhattan is getting nuked or something. Yes. Two like a nuke stone. Lo- looks like like small nuclear weapons going off in manhattan as far as we know the only one who survives in this movie is probably that girl yeah right well, i was assuming that the other ones would probably well they knew to get to that house but yeah it is weird like i i know um i, I like this movie a lot i i don't know if i like loved it i i it's uh would... you know it's a good movie and yeah it was like you know i tried people talk about it but it'll probably be in a couple months people forget about it yeah i tried to think of like what what is this what is the theme here like what what is it trying to say 
And I think it's just about like how fragile we are. You know, it wouldn't take much, like it wouldn't take much for things to fall apart. You know, like these people lost their cell phones and they were immediately like kind of clueless. And I was torn between Rose, like the young girl, her being kind of like, wow, she's going to thrive in this new world because she can like, she's like a, a little feral savage or whether like, She's just is wanting to watch. <laughs> yeah, right. or like what a complete dipshit this kid is, and there's no future because she should be like like fortifying the defenses or whatever. And instead, she's like, I'm gonna watch friends. Like, you're not gonna last long. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah, you can look at it that way, or or you know, maybe she just wanted a break and watch yeah. it, but she's also remember, she is supposed to be like what 13. Yeah. Well, I I read this book a long time ago and it was a a sci-fi book, I think from the 50s or whatever. And the whole idea was that like humanity only progresses because out of like 7 billion people on the planet, like 30 or 40 make a discovery that advances us, you know? Yeah. So if if we were to like go into the state of like uh leave the world behind, society would collapse almost immediately like there like within a few years no one would know how to fix a carburetor or no one would know how to keep the electric plant running and you just like it would you'd be living like in the medieval ages like within a few years you just wouldn't have the the people around to maintain the shit you do have and nobody would be innovating anything for a long, long time. You know, that's why I always thought that movie was an idiocracy. Yeah, that there was like this weird, dark underlying thing of like, okay, now we know everybody's like supposed to be dumb, right? And, um, this is, but the world, even though like it was like joke, like a building was being held up by like a rubber yeah. band. I mean, it was like yeah. really ridiculous. But like, I would say one of the scenes that kind of gave away a little bit of like, there's something else going on here. Like there is clearly an, an intelligentsia class right. that's secretly running everything because like there's a scene when like, um, fuck, he has a small part, plays like the Rondo executive. It's a, I always call him Lowell. The guy's like been in tons of shit out yeah. there. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. He played Sandman in the Spider-Man movie. Right. Um, uh... Uh, what was it? he was on wings too wasn't he he played yeah, like the but he was on that wine movie i think yep sideways yeah uh, i was gonna say blindside but <laughs> yeah uh, sideways uh he there's a scene where he's the executive and he freaks out when like they're not using um rondo or something yeah yeah not using it it has electrolytes for water right right you know you like you fucked up the economy or whatever <laughs> and uh i was like there's gotta be like still like people will know what's up yeah like, yeah yeah world like you can't just now that's a, there's got to be like still people who know how to like a few yeah <laughs> yeah they're like this i don't know so i always thought that was like a little yeah i mean obviously that was like a joke and a satire but you're right like i mean she's just gonna die in that at some point in that bunker or she'll leave that bunker one day and just get killed by whatever's like yeah or we don't again it's such a vague we don't know what's going on i mean it could be like you it doesn't take much for society to crumble is what it's showing it could be anything right. it could be 
you know, they even said like, like all our enemies got together, but that's probably not really the case. It's probably again, just the very rich, super powerful. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I don't know why they would do that though. Like, and then, okay. So the, the movie was fine, but then I go on like TikTok and I just see so many of these crazy yeah, conspiracies. For sure. This one guy's like, this is why you got to buy weapons. This is why. I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, I saw Die Hard and there was a scene when he's on this type of jet. Now, and then a year or two later, that jet existed. These movies are giving you clues. They're telling you this is what's going to happen. This is yeah. how it works. They get you to like accept it. I'm acclimate, like, yeah. I'm like, if, okay, that's, yeah. So that means we had like six nuclear wars already because of all those nuclear movies that we saw yeah. back in the day. I'm like, come on, that's so stupid. Come on, like so many people, there was so many conspiracy nuts about this movie. I guess the thing that leads the most conspiracy, which I, when I watched the movie, I didn't realize it. And then I found out he produced another movie, Barack Obama and yeah. produced this fucking movie. And they also produced Don't Look Up, which I find really funny. Which was another movie that was another end of the world, another movie that kind of involved rich people escaping yeah. society because don't look up. They like they get all greedy and they're like, we can mine it. And then they're like, oh, we have a backup plan, of course, get in the ark. And then they yeah. all get eaten by uh, uh, bronco rats or whatever. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's the best part of the movie. I always like that one of the people looked like Kid Rock. I thought always thought that was really funny. Yeah. I remember when they get off the ship in the end, like what was it, like 50,000 years later or something? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, is this supposed to be Kid Rock? That's really <laughs> funny. Um, But it's just odd that it's these movies are produced by the Obamas, these like yeah. doomsday films. I could see how that could lead to conspiracy. Or, you know, they're just thoughtful, entertaining movies that yeah. spark conversation and get people to tune in into netflix and pay yeah well, netflix. I, don't, I don't know about don't look up but this was a pretty well known book from a few years ago so i didn't like know Obama. it was based on a book i don't know if don't look up was based on a book i don't yeah i don't know either but i know that like this this you said you read book, the book yeah yeah the book was basically the same uh there's a friend's scene at the end um <laughs> that but, uh the, uh, say, that's really what the movie's about it's about like the importance of uh of physical media i said to my I'm, wife though how the movie if the movie had a twilight zone type thing she would open up the dvd she'd be excited but then she'd realize the dvd had a fucking scratch on yeah, it. yeah right because <laughs> that's I, what I, usually happened with all dvds i'll say that the the one the one big change from the book <clears throat> uh well a, a book obviously you you kind of like see stuff that you don't see going on like on, in a movie, all you can really see is what they show you, like on the screen. You know, like uh, so. Anyway, in in the book, all their teeth are starting to fall out. It's not it just like kid. kid, yeah. And the kid, nobody knows it, but like there's a there's a thing in the book where it's like when Archie was saying to the woman, uh, the Julia uh, Roberts character, like, "Hey, my teeth are falling out." Um, Julia Roberts' character, I forget her name, but the character in the book, her teeth were falling out too, and she knew it. She was like, my teeth also feel funny. Uh, I'm not going to share that with anyone right now because I want to you know, keep shit together. But um, I thought that was a real interesting change because like, 
if everyone's teeth were falling out, it would be a lot less mysterious. It'd be like, oh, it's that fucking. Well, I think that's what they did. They wanted to throw all these different angles at you. Yeah. Like, okay, what is it? This is this, and then that scene with the the spank lady like freaking yeah. out on Ethan Hawke, and I feel like that is there like some like to like real world thing of like people needing help and like coming to America and America oh, yeah. doesn't understand these people's plight in any way. Well, you know? I, yeah. The one Earth. weird thing I I thought was the creepiest about it, and it it wasn't like it didn't not make sense, but like there's no people, there's no one around. Like I get there being That's no why one around. I thought it was interesting that like yeah, except for when they go see Kevin Bacon, who's you know like a prepper. Uh, yeah, they're it. That's why I said yeah. I know they say in the beginning it's like they're like on the island or whatever and they came from from the city but it, it felt like they were just like in the middle of the country like yeah and they really weren't so yeah well they think about this they were in the gold coast of fucking long island all but then they go on some major roads what? you know they go on some major roads it seemed like and there's no why they could probably be helicoptered yeah. out could be but that, i thought that saying, was real that, that eerie could explain like they're in this very rich part of long island yeah and except for uh kevin bacon's character it, you know i i do agree that that is a little that there would be like no one else or yeah it just seemed like there'd be more people on the road or there'd be more that's why i think it makes it more eerier it's like what's going on here and that's why it's like is this supernatural is there like some kind of weird so when they show the solar eclipse i'm like is this man-made is this like yeah. is this something demonic going on like what the fuck's going on here um like I said, don't look up TikTok uh, conspiracies on this movie. It you go down so many rabbit holes. Uh, I'll say this: what do you what do you think of Obama producing movies as a former president? Do you think that's like a now? I will say this: uh, the president that preceded him yeah. is. Uh, we'll talk about that later. He's selling NFTs, yeah. so he's on a whole nother level of uh <laughs> i would say it is a little weird i i always think it's like a little weird to think of like normally I, when i think of a president retiring i think they go into like elder statesmen and you know do what most presidents do in retirement see, clear like, brush uh, clinton and bush the old, older bush going on like humanitarian yeah thing or whatever like but obama retired or going like, on epstein's plane you know <laughs> how old was obama <laughs> when he got done being president he was like in his 40s or something wasn't no, he? he he was already in his 50s but yeah that's still you still if you're healthy you still have your whole life ahead of you and yeah you could be around for like another easily announced for another 30 years obama's and, currently 62 um yeah he could be around for like another 30 years like yeah easily so and um, I don't know. Like, it'd be one thing if he was making like historical, uh, you know, documentaries based on like achievements through history and everything like that. Yeah, or producing these like these kind of quirky doomsday. These are both doomsday movies. I mean, one yeah, yeah. about a comic coming. I will say the one interesting thing about this movie, though, is it is a good uh parable of like kind of what happened with covid with the united states how united yeah. states is not made to handle an emergency of any kind really like a real emergency it's not covid was a perfect example could not keep its shit together 
Let it, yeah. they let it go wildfire. And you talked about this. You said COVID wasn't even like in the end of the day as it did kill tons of people and everything like that, but it, it didn't even, the amount, it, how the United States failed in handling COVID. Now imagine if there was something that was even worse than COVID. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mind him doing it. I mean, like, look, he, I have no problem with presidents writing books. I like reading books by presidents. I've read a bunch of them. Yeah, but that's a, the books are not, you know, it's not like usually not like fiction. Yeah. Yeah. You're not making like, uh, action Bronson. And uh, I read a fiction. Jimmy Carter wrote a fiction book. It's called the Hornet's Nest. And I read it. Uh, and it was pretty good. It was, a, it was about uh, a peanut farmer who, uh, no, sleeps a, dragons and gets babes. It was a, <laughs> it was about uh, the Revolutionary book. War. It was the Revolutionary War. Okay, but that's a, it. Still has like a historical, yeah, uh, connotation to the whole thing. Making a book is not the same as putting out movies on Netflix. I'm not listen. I'm just saying, like uh, at the end of the day, Obama got very rich off his presidency. Yeah, super rich. They live in a huge mansion. And listen. I'm not going to play this fucking game where you just attack Obama and like, you know, you got fucking Trump who's like uh, the biggest grifter to ever exist as a president. Yeah. Here's but, here's what I think. I, I, I just opened up Google and I, I typed in leave the world behind Google reviews. And the very first Google review is by this guy, Carson Lujan gave it one star. Oh, and God. he said the first and to me, the greatest red flag is seeing the Obamas as executive producers. Well, <laughs> that I right mean, there that, tells that's you not a reason not to like the movie. It's just, I just think it adds a little bit of weirdness to it. I, I just think it's funny that this guy got enraged that the Obamas made a movie. <laughs> it's like, that's yeah, kind of funny, but furiously typing like on his keyboard. What his uh first what his bias is exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Let me see if I, I wonder if I can see. Oh, he doesn't have a profile yet, so I can't see his other reviews. <laughs> but, yeah, like he thinks like uh, the last Kevin Sorbo movie right. was like a work of art. He's like, he went to, he got a private screening of Lady Ballers from Daily <laughs> Wire. I thought it was uh, fucking amazing. Well, I, yeah, I do. Look, I do think it's kind of weird, but um, uh, I I kind of like it. I Look, my, the, the, there's only been a few modern presidents that really kind of exist in the world as we recognize it, you know, like yeah. Clinton and Bush. And um, so I don't, I don't have any problem with him doing it. I, I do agree that it's weird. Like, I, I don't think that. I don't know I'm, if it's like, is it tasteless is what I'm really saying. Like, I also don't know, like if, oh, I, I don't know how hands on Obama is with this. Like, I don't know if he said, you know what? I am going to do a production company to make Let's fuck art. with the people and make them think that there's going to be a array that's going to well, drop down and, and it's going to fuck up the internet. If if he did Better a production physical media, if he did a production company that said like, look, I want to make movies, away. I want to make movies um, from diverse directors, you know, and I, I want more more uh, different voices in the in cinema. I mean, there's um, social commentary in these movies. Like I said, all the conspiracy nuts behind this movie. I'm like, and they, it's a fucking movie. Like, yeah, chill the fuck out. Like yeah. I tell you, that one guy on TikTok talking about, we need to have this. We need to, you need to get weapons. You need. They're telling us. They're warning us. I was. I left the, my comment was, it's a movie. Yeah. Right. Fucking movie, dude. Like, yeah. 
Did you watch Terminator and think they were warning us about like out of control AI? I mean, yeah. like that's probably the most like still to this day the thing that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> to, it, I don't think it'll look as cool though. I don't think it'll look as cool. We don't get like cool skeleton rope right, and then right. like you know stepping on skulls and like lasers everywhere. It's not going to look that cool. It's going to be well. Yeah, I look. I just think that um, they are that that you were going to see a lot more stuff like this from them, production company wise. I mean, we're going to have different movies and different pieces of media. I know, like um, Michelle Obama had a podcast for a while. I read um, what was that? What did she do? Becoming? I read one of her books. Uh, I read Obama's first, the first chapter, the first book of his autobiography. They're like super creative. They're modern. Um, yeah, and I, I do. Mean, a president writing a book is not to me is like not unusual. I just think it's funny that you this know, was slash fiction, though. Uh, he had this whole. I'm just kidding. It's one of the slash fiction. <laughs> what slash fiction? He did. Oh. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying it's not weird, but I am saying I like it, and I think it's 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 probably like I. It doesn't make me dislike the movie i just find it funny how it just adds more by having a former president and i i'm assuming yeah. his wife's on the name too so the first lady produced these type of movies and you get all these conspiracy people that it's just gonna lead more into the conspiracy like i don't think it makes those conspiracies true it just makes these people more crazy yeah yeah uh, all right. We'll see what other movie he makes. It'd be kind of cool if he made like uh uh he brings back munchies, which is that buff <laughs> of gremlins, and he's like, All right, next movie and bring back munchies. Yeah. <laughs> munchies, what's that? The original gremlins. Yeah. Rock, gremlins. are you sure this is what you want to put your name on? <laughs> Mr. President Obama, is this you sure this is what you want to put your name on? Munchies four, munchies fight it back. Yeah. <laughs> Starring. Now, did the Obamas produce? They did produce. Um, Don't look up, didn't they? Yeah, I told you they look. They produced Don't Look Up, and they produced this one. So I said it's like two movies that are about like an impending apocalypse of some kind. Yeah, and rich people abandoning the planet. They abandon the planet and don't look up. It's more satirical, that movie. It's more right. comical bent. In this movie, it's almost it, this movie could almost exist in the same universe as that movie, except yeah. this is the serious version of that. Where, like, again, rich people abandoning like whatever, you know, like because I I think like the kind of rich people that they don't they're not beholden to the United States. They're not. Yeah. They're not uh patriot. I hate to use that word patriot, but they're not. They don't give a shit. Huh. They dodge taxes and try to yeah. like True. they'll just move to their, their businesses to another country. They don't give a fuck. You think yeah. they give a fuck? They let yeah, burn this country to the ground, start yeah. over, turn the whole country into a factory. Yeah. Uh, I just I yeah, all right. Um that's a, that's probably what they think, you know. <laughs> Some some uh, uh, woman in Florida, a uh, state senator, just filed a, a bill, piece of legislation in Florida to allow employers to have high school kids work overnight shifts and do 40 hours a week. 
speaking of factories so who is this lady wait i you know i just read it today i followed up it's a real bill no no she's just introducing the legislation it's they haven't voted on it or anything yet yeah i remember i when i was a kid um that's uh, absolutely insane i worked a lot and i remember um like the the so so fucked up i used to work while i was in high school overnight shifts on the weekend you could work i'd work a 3 p.m to 3 a.m shift or something like that um but there were times when my boss would make me clock out and still work oh fuck that i'd leave i'd never do that i worked a union job thankfully well i would look i was like 16 and they would pay me in like a 12 pack of beer like <laughs> they'd be like, look, your dumbass is like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> exactly. It was like 10 p.m. They're like, look, you got to clock out at 10 p.m., but I need you to finish this up. You can grab a, a 12 pack out of the well, cooler on your way out. You oh, I was just there for like another 45 minutes or so. Oh, that's I mean, like, nothing. You make yeah. it sound like they had you work like another shift. No, 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 no. I mean, it it actually worked out so that I was probably getting that beer was probably worth more than what you probably. made an hour. So that's probably. probably a good deal. You're making it sound like you were like my boss made me punch out and then i no, it was just four hours f- fucked up that they're giving a 16 year old a 12 pack <laughs> yeah well uh that that guy's the coolest guy on the planet dude yeah it was pretty that's how you pretty see boss. it that's how it's perceived <laughs> you know all right so brother i'll work for two hours and oh, twins. but thank uh, you for your service yeah exactly uh, Mopping the floors in my finest Spuds McKenzie shirt. What? <laughs> Mopping the floors in my finest Spuds McKenzie shirt. <laughs> John's big Johnson's t-shirt. Got fucking like Billy Squire rocking on the intercoms. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, no, fuck that lady. That lady deserves to be shot up to the sun. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. They're, yeah. they're trying, dude. I mean, look, look at that fucking wretched piece of garbage and arkansas did yeah you know? yeah well that's yeah that's what i was thinking like you're gonna go to like fucking supermarkets and see like 12 year old working there and you're gonna be yeah. like again though but this is like the same this is the same shit what we talked about this last week we're gonna move on to the next thing you you brought this up so we're gonna talk about yeah. it for a second we talked about last week the whole self-service checkout how like oh yeah, yeah like oh yeah maybe this was a bad idea <laughs> to let customers check themselves out yeah, yeah. it's weird that they kept up that everyone got free can extra can they <laughs> i didn't know we were running a buy one get four free sale yeah i saw someone on twitter saying that they wish wish walmart sold cars because they'd ring one up as a banana <laughs> yeah i mean like <laughs> i get a prius at walmart for 20 cents <laughs> let me tell you like yeah fuck <laughs> But, so I can imagine after a while when like people go to like uh, a fast food place and they see it being run literally by 13 year olds who are yeah. just terrible. <laughs> they're going to be like, mm, it won't happen right away, but don't be surprised if you read like an article like five years from now, like how could be Sanders who's in jail for a leg turn <laughs> that she bought <laughs> uh, her uh Bill has been switched over because companies lost millions of dollars hiring children to work at the steel mill. Yeah. You're just as likely to see like a story about like, you know, 
14-year-old Jimmy Smith of Fayetteville, Arkansas, is sentenced today for 34 years for pissing in every Coke that was ever served at a McDonald's. How old? <laughs> like How old 14 kid? years old. Like, I think he said four. I'm like, oh, that's a... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he Thanks. pissed in every Coke sold at that McDonald's for the last two years. Like, I didn't know Coke had a new spicy, salty... Is this a mellow yellow? Flavored <laughs> Coke. Ugh, this Coke's a little bit more vinegary than usual. Oh shit! Yeah, that, that like that's the joke. You're gonna find out. Like these scumbags, like they try to find a way to like make a quick buck, and that's really yep. the end of the day. It's all about making a quick buck, and then the shit falls apart. The person who now is in charge is like, no, this didn't work. Yeah, but the person who did it and signed it away, they made that money and ran. Way. they don't yep. live in arkansas anymore they got absolutely the, they got their quick buck and they got the fuck out <laughs> all right uh speaking of fiction yeah. Oof. the biden yeah. i get okay so like uh, this is like a joke this is just like the republicans trying to downplay like what impeachment is yeah so I, I saw um, after you and I started recording tonight, the Washington Post changed its headline. And it, the new headline is House Republicans vote to formalize Biden impeachment inquiry. And so I guess they're launching a formal inquiry. That's the news. And they'll start subpoenaing uh, documents and stuff like that. So they've not been able to produce any evidence of anything. You know, and it was like two Republicans. I saw this one clip, two Republicans like walking in Washington, like congressmen who are for yeah. the and they're like Donald Trump 2024. And it's like, yeah. okay, this is like a joke. This is like not a real I it's hard to say if it's gonna backfire. I I I always think back to like when Clinton got impeached, he got super popular. Like people yeah, were he like got, he got head, dude. Dude, like yeah. hell yeah. Right. Well, a lot of people saw it as like, look, the this Congress is doing nothing, and they're going after a uh, Clinton for something that's like not impeachable. Um, and so I remember when the Democrats impeached Trump, it felt different because they these the, they weren't talking about scandals; they were talking about like crimes, you a know, specific crime, yeah, like. Which had to do with Ukraine. That's why it's crazy. This whole Ukraine invasion yeah. from uh, Russia happening during the Biden years, when you find out literally Trump's first impeachment was all about how he was basically helping Putin invade Ukraine. Yeah. So i i don't I don't know how this is going to play out, but i i am cautiously optimistic that this will just I, I make the, Biden even stronger. You know? I don't know. Yeah, it might help him. It might do nothing. I think Biden, unfortunately, is not very popular. And I think it's due to messaging. I think people, everyday people just fall for right wing propaganda. They don't yeah. realize it. They don't realize it. Like, yeah. it's like the same thing. You know, did you notice? Sorry, going back to uh, For All Mankind, they did a fucking Al Gore invented the internet. Yeah, joke. I did. Yeah. Because he took claim of like findings. No, what did he take claim of? He, Al Gore was 100% right. I guess he helped President Gore take Yeah, he he helped in real life Al Gore helped write legislation that funded the intranet, like the early yeah. version. He he did not 
ever, to my knowledge, claimed to invent the internet. But yeah, he was one of the pioneers of the internet. I think he, he might have said something that was easily twisted to could be. Like so yeah. he makes he says something, and I guess he gets all because he wants to. You know, he's worried about his reelection. He gets all antsy, and he goes on TV. Basically, he says he like yeah discovered like the moon rocks or something, making it sound like he discovered it. Yeah. So that I was like, oh man, that's such a. I can't believe they just did the fucking Al Gore interview. Yeah, that's so good. Not not everyone's gonna get that, but like, I was like, this shit never dies. Yeah. (laughs) Telling you, people fall for right wing propaganda all the time. They don't realize it. It's sold to them as just talking points, and they don't realize they are being fed bullshit. And that's why I think, again. Biden, you know, I, I don't know. Say one about Biden. I think like the Israel thing, people like leftists will say that he's a they'll call him like genocide Joe. I don't think a he could have done anything right. Yeah, that that's, that's just he, a fucked if up. If he came out and said like we have to support the Palestinians, the media yeah, and the, the they would crucify him. The Middle East is a disaster. I mean, like there's no a, winning there. It is I, that's why I said it would not shock me if we find out this whole thing shit was rigged. By Netanyahu and the Republicans. Yeah. Because there's no right, there's, it's a no win situation because they know that the, the, the voter base for uh, Biden are going to be more sympathetic to the Palestinians in the situation. Yeah. While yeah. The, vote, the people who vote for monsters like them don't give a fuck if Palestine is wiped off the fucking map if anything they probably be like good terrorist <laughs> you know yeah. like they would be fine with it they don't give a shit Biden it's like they gotta play this like game where it's like I can't be this militaristic monster but I also can't be perceived as this weak dove or something right. it, it, it's it is a no-win situation like I don't know yeah. uh so it wouldn't shock so- me you know, because they even said like Netanyahu is like should be like I guess Israelis considered him responsible for what happened on October seventh. Yeah, it can be perceived that way. Wouldn't yeah. shock me one fucking bit. No. Um, so I don't know. His popularity is kind of weird. You know, I don't know if it'll hurt him. I don't think I don't think it'll hurt him on electoral. You know, there was like one Republican who was like. Oh, uh, there's Democrats who want to look into this. Yeah, right. Name three. Like, Name, yeah. Tulsi, Tulsi doesn't count. Yeah. RFK. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm like cool. just bring like, it. What the, what the thing? The thing that bothers me about it is that, like, like the Republicans impeaching Biden. The only thing that really bothers me bothers me about it is that it makes Trump. Trump's impeachment look comparable. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, That's the point. And it's to yeah. cheapen the importance of what an impeachment means. It, yeah. it, it's it's meant to cheapen it. It's, it's the same thing sad. that happened with Clinton. It was meant to cheapen. It was like a revenge because of Nixon. And like, I mean, the yeah. joke was Nixon resigned. He didn't ever got impeached. He left. Uh, but that's the goal. It's The goal is to, they do this all the time. It's like the same thing with, Trump saying that the 20 claiming a 2016 election, the one he technically won, yeah, was corrupt. Having that guy from Kansas, like, looking, yeah, that didn't go anywhere because that was all bullshit. 
and then uh, spending the whole entire 2020 election saying, oh, the election was stolen. That is, again, meant to distort what happened in 2000 with Bush, which was yeah. a real theft. Yeah, absolutely. It's, <laughs> that was a um, real fucking theft that was sanctioned by the Supreme Court. And then Trump's lie, it's so obvious he fucking lost. Of course he fucking lost. He sucks. <laughs> like the people yeah. were dancing in the streets when he when it was finally like settled and, and Biden won. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. People yeah. dancing in the fucking streets. Like it was like fucking end of the return of the Jedi. Like, <laughs> like people fucking hate Trump. Yes, there are there's 30, 35 percent of the population that is brain dead. That will, are excited to buy NFTs from him. Yep. Yeah. But he's an incredibly unpopular president. He is. <laughs> they do this. They do this shit to like distort from their crimes. Like they stole the 2000 election. Oh, clearly the election in 2020 was stolen. You know, and they're doing it now with impeachment. It, it's like yeah. the one a Democrat in the future, when the next Republican will be as corrupt as fuck gets elected. And they have to. They they'll be afraid to impeach that person. Yeah, no, it's it is real predictable. Um, what 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 is waste of time and resources? Nothing. It it stalls government. Make sure government yeah. doesn't function. Yeah, and you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what's not um, uh, predictable is the crazy value you get from a new Trump branded NFT. Oh my god! It's almost—it's priceless, and that it—it it has no price because it's—it's because it has no price. It um, well, it has a price. They're—I think they're a hundred dollars each. And he's it's not calling them NFTs; he's calling them electronic digital trading, trading cards. cards. Digital, digital trading cards, yeah. Yep. This is his third round of NFTs. Yeah. Like when he goes, if he's the nominee, and if he does, it has the balls to debate Biden. He could be like. How many NFTs do you have, Joe? Right. Joe Biden be like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, it, oh, I don't see any NFTs of you riding a horse. Bare-chested. Uh, there are NFTs of you dressed up like a Superman. Yeah, he. Th th they are super weird. Um, it is. It is like you gotta admire his commitment to the grift, you know, because he. Yeah, there's a. I saw one thing. I don't know if it was like good liars, or whatever. They're like interviewing to so this wackadoo at a Trump rally. This lady, she looked like she didn't look like she was playing with full card uh, right. cards. And she's talking about how Trump's a sacrificer and a giver. Yeah. And he doesn't make money off of them. And she's literally covered head to toe in like Trump merch. <laughs> God, it makes me feel brain dead. Yeah, yeah. Trump's sacrificing so much. I really am sacrificing so much. That that's why I need you to buy these digital trading cards for me. Yeah, proven to be worthless. It's I'll just so bizarre. Do you remember, like, when um, uh, people there's a story like maybe a year ago where people started trying to pay pay their mortgage with like Trump coin. Do you remember that? Like, there was somebody tried cashing in Trump bucks into the yeah, bank, right? And he found out that they were completely, and the bank was like, "What? I don't even think these Trump bucks were like." From Trump, I don't That's think so. I think they were like this. Like, there's so many leeches and parasites on yeah. the Trump. What do they call those things again? That leech onto whales, like the uh, uh, remora. Remoras. It's like 
Trump is a whale, a grifter whale, and there's tons of remorse around him. Oh, yeah. And they spread that grift, and it's just like an endless scam. And I don't even know. I don't think these bucks were Trump bucks, like, from Trump. He was probably, like, pissed. He's probably like, what? I didn't get a piece of that. Uh, some guy, yeah, supposedly brought it to the bank and, like, wanted to cash it out to, like, I don't know, buy something or retire or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah he was royally fucked. God. Dumbass. I'm sorry. You, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, there's just a lot of, it just sucks. It just yeah. sucks. Like, I don't want to say the guy's stupid, but, you know. I feel bad. Like, some of these. It's very some, dumb. What did. Yeah. Some what? older some older people don't have a clear sense of how like the modern world works. I gotta feel bad this for that. This is a basic lie. Like you you clearly do you ever see people talk about this? They think that boomers brains don't work because they've been exposed to so much lead in their <laughs> lifetime. That I, yeah, I believe the that of lead were like higher in their food and like they were just exposed like lead like like gives you brain. I mean, that's what happened with, like they said, the Flint water supply, how dangerous it was. It was going to create like a whole town of morons because they were going to like, like, I remember that was that great. <laughs> they were going to rename uh, it Mike. Tuberville. <laughs> yeah, they'd be living in Tuberville. There was a Mike, uh, Michael Moore documentary came out uh, in like 2000, 2018 or whatever. Uh-huh. It was about, it was called like Fahrenheit, uh, whatever the date was, Trump yeah, one. Yeah. And one of the best is, you know, he talked about how Obama showed up and said the water was fine. Mm. And this lady was talking, I don't know what she, she worked for something. And yeah, he claimed the water was fine. It was fucked wait, up. Wait, Obama he, or Trump? Yeah, Obama showed up. This was, because the Flint thing happened when Obama was president. Still. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they said the guy who was the governor of, was it Michigan or whatever? Snyder, yeah. He was kind of like a proto-Trump in a way, uh, that guy. But yeah, Obama showed up, pretended to sip the water. He did not drink it. You Whoa. see the footage. He doesn't even it doesn't even touch his lips, and he said and claimed it was fine. And people were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and this lady talking and said that like you you don't get Obama the president if being exposed to this. You get like you're lucky if you get like Obama the janitor. Like yeah, like it's yeah, it's true. It's like it's gonna. So they think like a lot of boomers. Um, now the joke is people do get old and dementia sure. happens, but again, they could have been exposed to a lot of things that have just like yeah. brain rot over the years. It makes their uh, judgment skills low. Right, <laughs> someone said that they've probably been exposed to like a lot of lead over the years in some yeah. areas. So I don't know. I believe it. I believe too, but they also didn't grow up with the internet, and they they grew up with like just a couple of like media outlets telling them what to do, and yeah. all they need is just another media outlet telling them what to do, and they just fall for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what were we talking about? That? Oh, the oh, digital we're, trading cards. Yeah, Trump, we were just talking so about Trump that. Trump said, oh. if you buy all of them, you will then receive a. He and he had it's like a card, and and it had, like it's a piece of plastic, and in yep. that piece of plastic is a uh, piece of the suit he wore when he got his, his mugshot. mugshot. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And I think that's amazing that he's found a way to grift his supporters yeah. uh, with his mug, with something that should be incredibly humiliating as a person who was president. I heard, president yeah. history to have a mugshot. 
I heard that if you are one of the first to purchase, um, that you're guaranteed a, a section of the crotch of the suit. So that's. <laughs> I made lots of farts. I'm telling you, I might even drop the deuce. <laughs> you know what? You can guarantee, not just I might have, I most definitely did. It's I'll essentially like. Too, if you're lucky. It's like those weird. Only fans were like women sell their socks or yeah. something. Take it to take it to one of those people that could run. Do not run a UV light over the piece of fabric that I'm going to give you. Do it, whatever you do, do not run a UV light over yeah, it. Right. You will not like what you see. <laughs> All right. Well, that that was Trump Trump and his NFTs. I just love that though, that this is the former president of the United States selling what has already been what we all knew was bullshit for from out the gate uh has been already been proven to be completely yeah. worthless and i i love that he won't call them nfts calls them digital yeah. trading cards right. and that they cost a hundred dollars each and if you get all of them it will cost you four thousand seven hundred if anyone buys this stuff unreal you Unreal. deserve every bad economic hardship that happened to you. I'm sorry. I'm sure there's like people that want to, you know, play around the golf at Mar-a-Lago or want to, you know, and they, they'll just purchase a whole bunch, you know, not, not even ever opening the digital trading cards, you know, never even like. I mean, there's nothing. To in op- the, oh, like, you know, I'm mean, like not even open the email that says like, here's your receipt for the, they'll just be like, okay. Uh, so I get the crotch part, right? Like, yeah. If I get the crotch part, you show all of you got the crotch part. It's <laughs> part of the suit. My suit is one giant crotch part. My suit is <laughs> 100% crotch. I guarantee you, my fecal matter got everywhere. <laughs> all over the place. All right. So here's, the next story I thought was kind of a weird one. I woke up this morning uh, and I am kind of scanning the headlines and one of the the first headlines I saw was that like Ron DeSantis did a town hall on CNN the night before last night, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? I I had not heard this. I I watch yeah. CNN. I don't watch it. I don't watch it every day, but I'll bet you I watch it close to every day for about a half hour in the evening. I'll have it on, and when I'm in my car, I play CNN on the radio. So yeah. I it's not like I'm like not aware of CNN. And I'm a pretty big, like, I love politics and stuff. And so, like, my feed on Twitter and, like, the stuff I see a lot, like, I read a lot of the newspapers. Fuck, I've not heard about this at all. Not at all. I, I think Ron DeSantis has become irrelevant, is is my takeaway from it. You know, you yeah. hadn't heard about it, had you? I mean... I didn't know it even existed. Yeah. I, I mean, I would not, it wouldn't be something I would pay attention, but I it would, like... I feel like it would have ran into it on Twitter, just someone even mentioning just, that. Like, yeah. someone being like, why is CNN having a town hall with this asshole? But, like, no. No one cares. And I heard it was terrible, and Jake Tapper called him Rob. <laughs> well, I looked on Twitter, and all I, most of what I saw was those Ron DeSantis fan accounts. Uh, no, I, no photo, weird name, like, you know, 20 followers. Uh, yeah. Um, the Santiacs is what, what they go by, uh, and um, they they're all just like he what a great you know show against the woke media. What a, you know they're all just like these like random like 
abstract compliments about Rob DeSantis fighting the woke media. Anyway, it just I was like, man, nobody's talking about fucking Rob DeSantis anymore. Because again, irrelevant. I know I, I still think he's a threat until he. Oh yeah, I do too. But resign until he gets the fuck out. I mean, he just has to. I think the minute he he's gonna stick around until Iowa, New Hampshire, and he'll if he loses or you know if he comes in second, it might give him enough to like stick around up until like South Carolina. But, but he'll like, probably be gone by Super Tuesday. Realistically, but like, didn't the GOP say they're not doing any more debates anymore? I did hear that. I did hear that. Are they, are like, they not going to do any even during the election when the election's going on? I don't know. They they last year they said they weren't they weren't going to. Uh, I mean, but, what's um, the point if Trump's winning them all? Why? And he's and he already said I refuse to do any debates. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I do know though that Trump's going to win every state. The, in the Republican primary, and Nikki Haley's probably going to win New Hampshire and South Carolina. So Ron DeSantis's only prayer is to come in maybe a reasonably you think she'll close win in South Carolina. That's where she's from, isn't it? Oh, no, yeah. she, she's yeah, not going to. DeSantis is from fucking Florida. He's the current governor. That's supposedly yeah. amazingly popular. And I he's think fortieth place against Trump, forty yeah. percent. I think Trump will win South South Carolina, but I think Nikki Haley will come in second. You know, I don't think so. Second like what? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like so. I don't know. A anyway, but I just thought that was weird. Like Ron DeSantis was. He started out this race as like he's probably going to be the nominee, and he's no. He's just getting further and further from the, it. It's delightful. The best thing was he took forever to get in. And then when he did, he did this weird, like, I'm going to yep. announce my uh, candidacy on Twitter space. Yeah. And the joke was it didn't work. Oh. So it was like a joke right out the gate. Like, that was a bomb. Like, it was supposed to, like, why would you do it on here, you schmuck? Like, why did you get suckered in by Musk, you idiot? Like, you go on fucking TV and have all the reporters and everything and you get attention. Yeah. He goes on, like, Twitter space and, like, yeah, some people listening, but it, it didn't even work. No, no, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, all right, so the uh, the next the the big big story this week. Um, I guess this is kind of a two parter. I'll, I'll announce both topics because they're going to kind of merge together anyway. These the, the first thing that happened was that um, Kate Cox had to flee Texas to get a medically needed abortion. Uh, the Supreme Court, she was granted uh, the right to get a medically necessary abortion by uh, a state court. And then Ken Paxton said, I will throw everyone who helps her in jail. Uh, and then the Supreme Court said that she didn't qualify for an exception. And so by law now, I guess in Texas or by case law, uh, there are no exceptions See, for the health of the mother. Even there's just no abortions. So, uh, as Kate, as the Supreme Court in the state of Texas said, no abortion for you, Kate. Kate had already fled the state uh, <laughs> to I don't know where she went to, but to to receive uh, reproductive health care. And then almost a day later, the Supreme Court agreed to hear on a court case about banning the abortion pill 
uh, which right now is like the only way someone in Texas can get an abortion. You take you get a yeah. prescription for the abortion pill. So this is pretty baffling in in my mind. The Republicans have like been on a terrible losing streak specifically because of this issue. And Texas just basically said no abortions for any reason. Um I, I don't know. I don't know how that plans out. I mean it plays out. Uh I would have my head is telling me that Texas won't care and they'll vote for these people again next time. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. But but that hasn't been the case in other really red states. Kansas passed a right to abortion law. And fucking like Ohio, which is super red, passed an abortion rights law. It's been super red, but it's not like it wasn't, you know? I don't know. It's always been kind of like this. I mean, like, yeah, it's but it's been kind of this, like, I don't know, Texas is fucking weird, dude. It's corrupt as fuck. Well, I think that's it. I mean, the I fact think... that Ken Paxton's still around. Yeah. Like, that's a piece of shit. That's less Texas's fault and more the Department of Justice. They, they, that is Texas's him... fault, 100%. Oh, yeah, but like, I'm just saying, like, it's like saying, like, blaming someone else for the, like, why well, did not tell me to be a piece of shit? That's your fault. Well, I'm just saying the the Department of Justice could have fixed this. Like the the anyway, I don't know. It, it is real. It is real weird to me. Like I I don't know what ha- what happens in Texas. I don't know what happens in Florida because Ron DeSantis passed a really similar bill in Florida. Did um, you see that thing? The Texas state like Republicans basically some guy got caught getting money something from like literal Nazis. And they did a vote to like in the state house of Texas to be like, uh, yeah, we're gonna vote like you like can't get money from like white nationalists I or did something. Not see this. Yeah, yeah, so you did. I swore you did. I thought you tweeted about it. There was a thing, um, uh, I gotta look it up. Hold yeah. On. Uh I don't know. Um I mean, like, look, that, that obviously doesn't surprise me. And it's kind of ringing a bell, but I'm, I'm wondering if I'm just talking myself into remembering it. Uh, I, as you're looking that up, though, I'll say it it seems so bizarre that the Supreme Court would decide to rule on this. Like, if they if they vote that no one in the country can receive this, this contraceptive care, that's just such a big deal. Like, that, that that could be a tipping point, I think, for people. That will guarantee done. Biden re-election. It just, I yeah, and I, I also don't know what it means for the Supreme Court. I don't know if then, like, you, you, abor- look, abortion rights are just very popular. Like, like people don't love abortion rights, but they like they're very popular. Easily seventy percent of the country wants abortion rights, and if you say stuff like, but I clearly said twenty. 20- 30% of that of people who support abortion rights don't realize that like oh yeah I should not vote for the party that's against it. Yeah. It's just it's oh it's real striking, you know. It's, it's real scary. It seems and I I always I always hesitate to say this because it sounds so like I'm using hyperbole or something. But um it just seems like the opening like the flashback scenes of Handmaid's Tale, you know. Of course, but um, I just don't think that like um you know 
I know you say these things can like, I don't know. I just don't see. I, I We'll see what happens. When's that supposed to be decided? Uh, the Supreme Court case? I don't know. Uh, they haven't announced. They they did announce that they would hear the case. So, I mean, it might not go beyond that. It could just stop there, right? No, they if they agree to hear it, they make it. Oh, then they do vote. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Okay, oh, the, this the, was the it was from the Texas Tribune. Texas GOP Executive Committee rejects proposed ban on associating with Nazi sympathizers and Holocaust nice. deniers. Of course. Nice. Good job, Texas Republicans. Yeah. It is weird. Like, I saw somebody said if uh if you asked a Texan Republican, they'd probably be fine with slavery. They'd be like, Yeah, that's fine. Bring it back. Yeah. I'd be no, more than happy. I hundred percent believe that like 20, 25 percent would. Yeah. You know, easily. Um I don't know. Only don't... that amount? 25% of the Texas or the whole country? Oh, I was thinking Texas. Um, I think it would be way more in Texas. <laughs> I would be surprised if it would be 50. I don't know. 50% of Republicans or 50% of Texans? I would say 50%. Of, I wouldn't say all Texas. I'd say Republicans in general. Of course, then you get your weirdos who uh, yeah. claim they're independent, but they vote Republican. Right. They vote wing. So I would just say, yeah, 50% of Texas. It's so like the Katie Cox thing is so weird. Like that's just disgusting. I, I mean, she left the state, right? She's yeah, gonna, gonna yeah. get done somewhere else. I never understood this because the it's not even a viable pregnancy. No, the but the Republicans have always the big argument against abortion is that it's murder. That's I mean, I'm not arguing that myself. I'm just saying that that's yeah. their argument. So if you think it's murder, then how how could you possibly allow it in any circumstance? Because, like, if you right, think... that's why it's like people were like shocked when they put this through that, like, oh yeah, they don't want any abortion at all. But they can't. They can't want it. Like, because I know, like, in some some instances, it's like, well, if you're raped, you can abort the child. But like, that that's doesn't well, make even any... they lied about that. They're against that too. And of course they did, because like, why would they be in favor of that? It wasn't. Using their logic, if it is murder, it's not the the fetus's fault. It's the product of rape. Like, why would you? Yeah. So, when they say they're they're going to allow for exceptions, that is a stalling tactic for you to allow them to move the ball further. Right, of course, and, it's yeah. like anything. It pushes the pushes everything to the right and changes what a moderate is. But they've just like. People have fallen for it so many times. You had Kavanaugh, and, uh, Gorsuch. Oh, of course we would never overturn. But well, they we did. knew they were fucking lying. But we, they were okay, put in we, place to. We do knew those that. Things. We knew that. But like, and the but, Senate knows that. The Senate, the Senate knows who they're going to vote for. They, nothing's going to convince the Senate from changing anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's nothing. It, the whole like. What do they call that when they interview a uh, judge, the, the hearings the, or whatever? Yeah, the nomination hearings. It's bullshit. It's just for show. It's for fucking show. Well, I, I wonder if the Supreme Court like outlaws the abortion pill. I really do wonder what happens because I, well, I don't. It'll still be around. It'll be black marketed. I mean, it'll be. I don't know. We'll see yeah. what happens. I mean, I think they'll be. It'll backfire on them big time. I think this yeah. whole, I think they, uh, 
you know, dog chased the car, caught the car uh, thing yeah. when they announced they were going to get rid of Roe v. Wade. And like you said, look, it backfired. Uh, I don't know. You're like, why isn't happening in Texas? I guess maybe Texas is smart enough. The GOPs make sure that a, a vote would never make it to the, you know, for the voters to do that in Texas. Well, there's that. And also, like, some people might love guns more than abortion rights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, they might. Yeah. They might be like, I look, I don't want to like let's let's just say um, Which is hysterical average. that they so called care about human life yeah. with abortion. But like if if someone in my position they to literally kill people. If someone in my position were sussing this out, let's say I'm I'm super into guns, I might say, Look, this abortion ban is bullshit, but I got enough money so that if my ever if my kid or wife Ever but needed, that's nonsense you, that's i could go to look, that's I, I know i'm just saying like that's how people make that decision you and know that what i mean decision like is, those people can go fuck off yeah no it's just selfish I, I, it's, I, they can go fuck off like well and they don't realize that like because not a damn it okay so now the kid let's say this scenario the 14 year old kid or the 15 year old kid or whatever or fuck it the 18 year old person it doesn't even matter uh once again abortion now they gotta go fucking travel out of state yeah well and they don't they don't realize that it doesn't end it never ends because next thing you know they'll they'll be subpoenaing medical records or yeah, shit exactly you know, so, and, you know what fuck those people yeah. you know they these are the kind of people that uh, invite fascism because they think yeah. they're above it and then at some point they won't be they won't have enough money to be above it well so those people yeah. can those people are not your allies. They're they're. Oh, of course not. I mean, obviously not. No. Uh, Fuck those so, people. All right, so uh, we have two things left. We have. But uh, I'm I'm curious what the fallout will be. I don't know. Depends how much. Well, uh, it depends how much the uh, uh, media is behind it, and how much people are paying attention to what the SCOTUS is doing with the abortion pill. Well, it's it a, also depends on someone like Kate Kate Cox, who was. But that, that's not the abortion pill. That's a woman who oh, yeah, has the non-viable, literally is a completely non-viable pregnancy that but like, I wonder, killer, right? I wonder, because she sued for the right to have an abortion. No, I, they said it could kill her. Uh, it could make her infertile. Um, anyway, you wonder if she sues Texas in like federal court. You know, like you go to, you move to a state that's in a district that has like some common sense judges, and then you sue Texas for violating your civil rights. And it's not the Texas Supreme Court deciding that, it's like a federal court. And maybe you get like a good judge, and they, you know, so you wonder how far she's willing to take this. It's not her job to do it, but like, it would be nice if she did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You you have muted yourself. Oh, there you go. Just yeah, for a what second. was the last thing you heard me say? Was it right away? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, I just oh, noticed I said, the little if red she light. Gets, if she gets enough support to do it, then yeah, you know. But um, I don't know. Well, we'll she, see. again, she was the perfect plaintiff for a case like this because she's a she white lady. She was a uh, an attractive white lady that already had two kids. She clearly wasn't like. This wasn't a abortion of convenience. She had a medical. Re- this was like the 
Poster it's that perfect, perfect storm of yeah. like, hey guys, this is like, yep. this isn't about like, this is literally taking away yeah. women's reproductive health and just health in general because women's reproductive health is their health. Yeah. yeah. And but exactly. Yeah. You have a guy like Ken Paxton. This is like the Terry Shivo thing all over again. Yeah. Except, like this lady's alive and everything, you know? Right, but right, yeah. like, it, it's just disgusting. It's a politician overstepping. I'm like what the fuck is? Well, I guess he's the attorney general, right? But like, oh, that guy sucks. Yeah, for sure. With his weird fucking eye. Do you know that? You ever see his face? Yeah, weird dead eye. He does look real weird. I didn't weird. realize it until recently. I was like, what? What's wrong with him? He got hit in the face with like a berry, I think, and it like fucked his oh, eye up. Oh, is that true? Okay, I always yeah. wondered what it was because it looks. And like I think he had is... like a little bit of a stroke not too long ago, or something happened oh. to him. Mm. Wow. All right. So we have two things left. We have point. we have a Tesla incident, and we have Alex Jones. So I mean, it was just funny today. Uh, like there was a headline, and of course, it's just hysterical that it goes wild on Twitter. The uh, thing owned by the guy who owns Tesla, and uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, Uh, okay, so Justin Tesla recalls nearly all vehicles sold in the U.S. over the past decade, and it has to do with like um, now. I think it was just a patch they had to run, and they were able yeah. to do it over like you know the internet. Okay. But it's just okay. funny how the headline makes it sound like people have to bring in the car, and it's like <laughs> sounds worse than it is. Yeah, but federal regulators began investigating incidents involving Tesla's auto steer function over two years ago. Yeah, and I I wrote and said you know I, I retweeted and I said the Tesla autopilot feature is not an autopilot. If you have to have your hand on the steering wheel, it's just a car. Yeah, this company needs to be sued into oblivion for false advertising, and Elon Musk should be removed from his leadership position. I mean, how he still runs Tesla? It's crazy. I don't get it. Like this guy seems so erratic. And that stupid Tesla car, that truck, that dumb truck. Oh, yeah. You that video of the Tesla truck having to be pulled out yeah. of a deal yeah. by a real truck? That was really funny. Yeah. It is It is kind of remarkable. Um, but he, I mean, one of the reasons why he got even more rich than ever was the promise of the autopilot. Yeah. He lied. He said that, like, the car would be self-driving and all that. And then you find out, like, it's not even a real autopilot. Like, it relies on, like, multiple cameras yeah. around the car. Let me tell you, you know, it was, like, snowing a little bit. And the front of my car has, like, a sensor, like, for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, front-on collision. Yeah, yeah. And I got to warn it because sometimes when it snows, it gets covered yeah. up. It says, like, it's not working. So imagine yeah. that your uh, self-driving car, supposedly, relies on all these cameras that could easily be uh covered blocked by any type yep. of weather or anything it's complete bullshit even when they work well i i took driverless cars uh when i visited phoenix but was there that was a, a tesla uh no it was a jaguar uh it was a jaguar but it was a driverless electric jaguar real nice um and there were instances where like it tried <clears> to pull out into traffic and it was like 15 little starts and stops until it got out there i mean the the cameras this <laughs> And this worked, but it was like it was something. 
Anyway, te- with Tesla, he's one of those things. Oh, oh, there it was awesome. I would. It was yeah. like a fraction of the cost of an Uber. Yeah, was... but I mean, like the idea of like going into traffic with and that being like, I don't know if I could see cars coming or not. <laughs> like, what if the car's coming and it doesn't have its lights on? Mm. Does it have a sensor? Like, does it sense motion? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I know a car. Uh, we were driving down. A I'll narrow... get it when they have the Johnny Cap and Total Recall. <laughs> we were going down a narrow road, and our driverless car pulled over and honked its horn at an oncoming motorist. So I that's kind of funny. funny. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know about the Tesla thing. I mean, like, they get into a weird conversation about Jesus with you, like a, <laughs> some cab drivers do. <laughs> Imagine that. That'd be really funny. What yeah. do you think about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? He probably like thinks Lee Coca is like the savior. <laughs> I would think it'd be funny. Like it's like Futurama where they have like a robot and it has like a little newsy hat on or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's smoking a cigar. It's like it makes no <laughs> sense. Like why? Why would a robot? Why would a robot? Like why? Wait, what? Uh, all right. So um, our last. Well, again, we. I mean, I don't know. I, didn't... I mean, they should be sued into oblivion. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, investors yeah. said like this is not a self-driving car like no he lied and he got so much fucking money from this lie yes yeah the company was built off of it yeah hmm. so what it's not so is it confirmed it's not a self-driving car now or like well i wonder i think my my guess is that they still think it's completely self-driving but to cover themselves, financial liability-wise, they're saying no. You should still keep your hands on the wheel. I have a friend that has a Tesla, and he said that the instructions have always told him to keep his hands on the wheel. Yeah, uh, but I guarantee you, most dipshits who buy those cars don't read the instructions. Yeah. Well, he like, said hey, he got a self-driving car. He said he rarely keeps his hands on the wheels, uh, but he's like always kind of alert to the fact that he might need to. So, oh, for whatever that is. Um, cool. Yeah, there you go. All right. So uh, our last thing is Alex Jones back on Twitter. Yeah. Again, it's like, <laughs> oh, why does anyone want to advertise on Twitter? Yeah. Why does anyone um, want to advertise on Twitter? It is real weird. Um, I... So weird, like, oh yeah, let's like, why does Alex Jones need to be back on Twitter? What does he have to add? Well, Musk needs people to talk about Twitter, and this this fits the bill in that regard. Um, the funny thing I, is, I don't think he's like actually tweeted any. Uh, oh, he tweeted a pre uh, episode preview for. Episode one, Alex Jones on X, premiere, documentary, endgame, blueprint for global enslavement, plus deep state pushing martial law, must watch. Yeah, okay. Um, I can't believe, I mean, like, I know people still take Alex Jones seriously, but he just seems like such a caricature of himself. Who? Well, anyone that takes him seriously should not be taken seriously. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's like... If someone tells you, this is like the same people who say, like, woke and won't give you an answer what it means. Right. Like, if they say, yeah, I watch Alex Jones, and I'd be like, immediately I'd say, ew. Yeah. I'm just like, that. that is. Oh, uh, are you okay? Yeah. 
Well, I, I'd like in my head be like, I'm really glad you told me that up front. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's like, like somebody like, wearing like a uh, like a Confederate flag hat yeah. in front of you. You're like, oh, exactly. okay. Yeah. I'll never see you again. Thank you. This I don't have to spend easier. any time getting to know you. This is great. You know, yeah. This, this works just... out perfectly. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. It's yeah. like the 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 rattle at the end of a snake. You know, it's like, oh, that's thanks. That's a solid you just did me. I know. Oh, thank I'll, you. You warned me. Yeah, Good. I'm going to go away now. I'm not going to go uh, pet you like I normally pet snakes. But I'll leave you alone. I'll just, you know, you let you do um, your little rattle thing. You little rattlesnake. Yeah. You. Rattlesnake shake. <laughs> that, that's a song I think from Molly Kerr, right? I think you're right. Yeah. That song's awful. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Elon Musk is a piece of shit for letting yeah. Alex Jones back on. Alex Jones got rich off of well, he was rich already, but he got even richer off of spreading lies about uh children. Sandy Hook, yeah. And basically ruining the lives of other people whose lives were already ruined by the murder of their kids' deaths. Yeah. He's a garbage person, he's a liar. Uh, but since he came back, I do have some important news to share. Oh, yeah. We got some important updates about Alex Jones that are 100 percent real and not false. Let me uh let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm hoping none of them involve gay frogs because I know that he. Ah, uh, really... no, that's all. No, not at all. Um, I gotta talk about what. Did you hear about Jack and Joggers that were being advertised on Twitter? <laughs> no. It's a jogger. Tired of cutting holes in your pants? These Jack and Joggers have a zipper specifically <laughs> built for Jack and comfortable, convenient. Covert jack off pants. This <laughs> <laughs> is a real advertisement on Twitter. Someone reposted it and said the advertisers they're returning. <laughs> oh man. That's <laughs> jack off jockers my gooners. <laughs> that is awesome. Um what? although I gotta think you could make those, you know. But I love that the first sentence tired of cutting holes in your pants. Like, why kind of you, you need to see out if you're cutting holes in your pants? And just, oh man, you need help if that's the case. Jack off joggers, um, yeah. Did you look it up? Yeah, oh, all right, there you go. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> yeah, those are the advertisers now on uh. Okay, let me see if I can find this. Yeah. Oh, mercy. Um. Oh, here we go. Well, I said if there's one, my first tweet when I found out Alex Jones was back was if there's one person that deserves a horrible, painful death, it's right wing yes. child abuser Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's no one. Did you know this one got a little big? Did you know that Alex Jones runs a secret child sex trafficking operation under his basement with Elon Musk? That's just what I'm hearing. Yeah. Hey. Alex Jones has died. Sources have told me that the right-wing provocateur entered a pork pie-eating contest with Kyle Rittenhouse. His heart gave out. Rittenhouse is still ahead in the competition and is now responsible for three days. Yeah. Um, yeah, the jack off joggers. Oh, then I said Alex Jones is now dating the crackhead who claimed he gave Obama a blowjob. Remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, they're dating now. <laughs> um, and then I uh, this is important. I tweeted this one today. 
Uh, Alex Jones has died again. <laughs> Keeps dying. He ate Donald Trump while Donald Trump <laughs> tried eating Alex Jones at the same time. Donald Trump has also died in the process. <laughs> tweet out nonsensical yeah. Alex Jones tweets for you know ever. Yeah, it is weird. He's he's probably one of the least essential people on the planet. Um, he's just a piece of garbage. Oh, I did I, tweet a picture of him and me, and I said he's only three years older than me. And I, I did pick a better. I did pick a decent picture of me. I'm yeah. like, uh, I can find pictures of me where I don't. I sure. Don't, yeah. Me too. Like no, he he looks like shit. Like he's yeah. 49. He looks like he's dude. Like, looks like he sweats gravy. You know. You he, know he's like. What are you eating today? Vienna sausages. <laughs> like always, canned a hundred percent. Yep, just diet. like a can of Vienna sausages, and he's gonna knock that back with a tall glass of gravy. Uh, <laughs> with you know, a he's... bouillon cube dropped it in. <laughs> if, he's not, like, if he live, the conspiracy will be if this man lives like another ten years. How did this man live another ten yeah, years? Right. Well, I, just can't, I just can't stand this guy because like this people, so many dipshits out there that think that this oh, guy yeah. is like fighting for you and trying to get you real information when he's just a fucking one. He, I saw some clip recently just saying like just outright blatant racist anti-Semitic shit. Yep, he's trash, dude. He's garbage, and and the thing is that he he's really hurt a lot of people in the process, you know. Um, I wonder if he's going to get any advertising revenue from Twitter and if that will be, um, uh, what is the word they, they use, uh, um, garnished, you know, if, if the courts will garnish his I don't know, like, I don't, did they even get a dime out of him yet? I don't, I have no idea. I, I don't think so. I think he's like, you know, appealing it. He's he claims he's or... uh, bankrupt. Yeah. He was well, like telling his uh i remember there was like a clip going around a while ago of him like begging his viewers to send money yeah. and keep them afloat it's like come on get the fuck out of here it's such yeah. a rift i mean this i remember john alva did a whole thing about him years ago and said that you know that his show is basically just like an infomercial for garbage like yeah. because if you watch he's like you know you don't people see the clips they don't realize like watch his actual show and you realize that like every five minutes there's like another ad to sell them crap like yeah that he's really like, and he's like a prepper bucket qvc yeah. salesman <clears throat> but yeah elon musk is trash for allowing him on now people are like oh is he gonna let uh nick fuentes on i think he's do not like if you've let trump who's like a criminal political leader and alex jones who's like a criminal then why wouldn't you let who's worse who's worse yeah, exactly than those two yeah, i mean i feel like that's already the bottom who else are you gonna get on yeah. that's bad if you let nick fuentes Those on i mean like true. that's not worse than i can't think of any worse than alex jones nick fuentes Honestly, is pretty bad but he doesn't have the doesn't have the reach what doesn't have the reach no that alex jones does um so it almost doesn't matter who he lets back on because he's already let the worst on i think know? that's the problem with alex jones just like any of these other like is that yeah he's definitely gone completely to the right and he's like a you know right wing uh trump's pushing you yeah. know piece of 
region and like the whole Sandy Hook thing. But for years, he was just this like conspiracy guy. And like, yeah, you know, there were people like potheads and people who were like, yeah, man, you listen to him. He's funny. Right, right. Yeah, he's talking about some real shit like the Bilderberg group or something. Isn't that just like the fucking, uh, yeah, isn't that so- what he call that? The, not Soros, that other, that Jewish. The Rothschilds. Thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Isn't that, yeah, so ridiculous. It is. I look, what, <clears throat> when I first heard of Alex Jones, I assumed he was like a Art Bell type of person. I heard about him after 9 11, like around the time, like, loose change came out yeah 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 yeah. that's when i started seeing him and well what who was art bell again he was the ufo conspiracy theorist out of Pahrumpf, nevada he had coast to coast with art bell ran like every night for four hours um (laughs) but he had he wasn't i mean if he was i never heard about it but he wasn't like anti-government or anti he wasn't a racist or anything um, he just did like UFO conspiracy theories, astral projection conspiracy theories, yeah. uh, CIA remote viewing, crystal skulls. He did all that shit. And it was like really great. And I had never heard anything like that when I first listened to him. I used to listen to him like very religiously. Uh, and I assumed that Alex Jones was that kind of person, just like asking questions about like stupid Richard weird Linklater shit. had him in one of his movies yeah he was in slacker yeah mm. oh well All i right. mean he just turned in he revealed them who he really was back yeah. in like you know before, uh pretty much right before sandy hook and yep. after that he it was off to the races and he's just another right-wing tool but like like I said, I, I thought like the right wing just gave it away when like I remember when he was initially kicked off stuff back in like 2018 that's when he started really getting kicked off like apple kicked him off and twitter yeah. initially kicked him off and i remember like some you know i posted about it on my instagram and like some of the right wing people that followed me and they were like defending i'm like so you associate the republicans with uh yeah. alex jones like just want to make sure you guys believe like yeah. you're in line with this conspiracy nut you know like okay like, just want to mm. know where we're at now you know you consider him a a message that you want to have uh, backing you. Okay. Yeah. You give it, all right. You're giving it away. Thank you for letting me know what I'm dealing mm. with. Um, But I mean, yeah, I think, I don't know who this is. We'll end this in a second. I don't know who this is for by allowing Alex Jones yeah. back on Twitter. It, I mean, you were basically sending a message to advertisers. I don't want you not, I don't, and not even like, I need you. I don't need you. You're like, I don't even care. I'm putting this fucking guy back on Twitter is like, yeah, he's such uh he, he's gotten so much attention with those trials with and losing those trials and yep. being found guilty of like, you know, spreading lies about murdered children mm. that you were literally sending a message to every corporation. Like, yeah, don't advertise. Yeah, we don't want your advertising dollars. Yeah. Like, cause like it wasn't that it was only like what, a couple of days after his yeah. freak out and shit. And then he, mm. of course, I love he does his dumb little like yeah his poll on doing a poll and it's like oh, of course we know how this is gonna go come on yeah. it's awful I don't know all right yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> well yeah go see Godzilla minus one yeah I think I I, I want to this weekend so that's a great uh, movie um and anyone else who's listening just 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's a, it's a deep, really good, well acted movie. Um, and it just happens to have the best version of Godzilla in it too. Nice. Love it. Yep. All right. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that. Thank you for listening to you still going on about that. Um, Please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGOAT, Facebook, YSGOAT, and Twitter, YSGOAT.